two dabs before I drove here. Yeah, you got to don't not do that. Don't drive on two dabs. Anyway, today my guest is Thomas Gearing, who did not drive here after doing two dabs early in the morning, which is a weird way to not start your day. <laughs> two dabs is to wake up. I'd take a dab before I'd take a pee in the morning. For real? Oh, dude, I would pee before. Um, man, I, I think I would probably be a happier person if I wake and bake, like, more than once a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very I helpful. Try, um, I try. Since I haven't worked, I go about three, four hours in a dab. <laughs> I, like, use my phone to time it, how oh long I God. put the torch on. So that's yeah. how I kind of know how long it's been since I've had one. Oh, you look at when the last time you did it. Yeah, you I just it. leave the timer going. Mm-hmm. And about three or four hours, every three or four hours, I do that. Okay. I'm making sure I have a spot to do dabs in the new shop. Okay. Yeah. It's See, that's very important. Dabs at the shop is fine. Like, and that's the thing I like about like all the concentrates. Like, weed stinks up the place. You yeah. go outside, it's fine. But yeah. like, um, how big is your new shop? Fourteen hundred square foot. Holy shit! And it's okay. It's like downtown Wichita Falls. Mm-hmm. Or okay. It's so. right across the street from P2, which is like a really, really popular. It's the oldest bar in Wichita Falls. And everybody eats outside and drinks outside. It's a drive-up yeah. bar. Everybody's outside the whole time. I mean, I think 90% of the people I tattoo mention P2. If they're from Wichita Falls, they mention mm-hmm. P2 in the course of the tattoo almost every time. Anybody that I talk to about the new shop opening, they're like, where is it? And I oh, tell them. Oh, my P2. <laughs> I was right by P2. They're like, oh, I know exactly yeah. where it's at. And the funny thing is, like, I have, like, Nick, he has not, he has not been, had anything good to say about this spot at all. And... <laughs> Like, he talks about, I I wonder what the kind of clientele this shop's going to bring in. Well, it's going to bring in motherfucking clientele. Well, let's say it's because of the location he thinks you're going to have random walk-up people. You're going to have that anywhere in Wichita Falls or a lot, Mm -hmm. and and they're not going to get tattooed. You just have to figure out how to deal with them. But the thing is, like, P2 doesn't have that, like, dingy, drunk, old, alcoholic biker Mm. people. Like, it's young people. It's people with, if you look over there, there's filled with nice trucks, cars, like yeah. it, it's people. Oh no, I know. Like, and we're going to close at nine. There's, yeah. And the thing is, you know, we had Saturday nights here with a par- parking lot was completely full over mm-hmm. there. And how many drunk people we come in to? One every three months. Yeah. Like, I mean, grand total, I think we get still, we get the same ratio, which is hilarious. <clears throat> like we had a, a bar next door that was super fucking popping when you were here. I mean, it was like, we couldn't leave sometimes. And, uh, I remember two that I think came from the bar in the course of like a year for real. It wasn't that much. And then we still have more than two a year come in that are just, it'll be three o'clock in the afternoon. It's hot. It's a drunk guy that's tired of being outside. I mean, that's it. It's gross stuff over there. That's fucking cool. We have a, uh, wait, what? Oh, yeah. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. Grow supply. Yeah. um, I actually haven't been in there yet. That's, that's also John's. So he owns the, the Bud Ranch, and then I guess it's called the Bud Ranch. The owner Rose of Play. this building, mm-hmm. he owns those two. Yeah, mm. um, he he owns a lot of stuff, but his son I think is running the weed stuff, and yeah. his son's a lot more reasonable and normal than I mean, his son's really cool actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the drunk people thing is not going to be an issue, or it will anywhere you go. Those are the. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't really matter. Um, also, if it makes you feel better about locations, uh, Freddie Corbin's story behind how he opened up in Oakland is, like, the coolest shit I've ever heard in tattooing. I mean, there, how many tattoo shops have always started in a s- sketchy-ish yeah. spot? No, it's they're... because my rent's only five fifty a month for 1,400 square foot. Right. The problem is I have to make it ADA certified, which is going to cost a lot of motherfucking Wait, money. Wait, ADA? For wheelchair accessible. And it's not? Mm-mm. 
Okay. So no one's no one. The people who've been in this place now has been in there since the eighties. Well, uh, Avenue in Wichita Falls wasn't ADA certified. Remember? No, but it was grandfathered in. Oh, gotcha. Since okay. you know this, you know the city of Wichita Falls thinks we have to have sinks to do a clean tattoo. Right, Lawton, Oklahoma, Pole. I yeah. mean, the rest of Texas. There's right. only four cities in the Texas that. Have right. Their own, this, you, I mean, you know. Yeah, the whole state of Texas is like practically unregulated. Give us our money. Yeah. Have a sink somewhere on the floor. Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. Your artist don't even have to have license. Just mm-hmm. the shop license you work under it. And the safety, like I, I don't want to sound like a libertarian because I'm totally cool with people regulating some stuff, and I don't think everything should be the wild west. Yeah. But it's no safer, highly regulated than it is unregulated. No. Like it just means you no. pay an employee to check on us. The difference would be we might could get away with having no hot water if we didn't. Yeah. That's the only thing that would I mean, change, and we're not going to do the that. The thing obviously. is, like, our stupid. health department comes into Stone Shop once a month for the last mm-hmm. eight years, and that dude hasn't had a sharps container in a booth for in the entire time he's been open. Yeah, we've been throwing needles in the trash can for oh my God. eight years. <laughs> Allegedly, no, it happens. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> so Gerald, when I worked for Gerald, he had it was a little different. He had a like a. Man, I don't know what you'd call it, but like a still container that a a war doctor would use in World War II that he'd throw his needles and in. It works. And it but it kept them safe though. Yeah, yeah. He would keep it in that. And then I forgot what he put it in when it was done. It wasn't a sharps container, yeah. but he had a safe way of disposing yeah. of them. It was just not the regulated way. Yeah. Um but those guys are those some fucking rebellious fools. So is Nick still at uh Human Canvas right now? No, we all quit. Me, Danny, and Nick quit. Holy shit. So he's Stone just... is What's that leaves him with one, right? Mike. Oh. He hired one. Wasn't of there another the, girl? Uh, no. Uh, well, Autumn, I replaced her. Oh, okay. Um, he hired another chick, and then he hired uh, Mike. Got an apprentice, which is a fucking joke. <laughs> um, because <laughs> can I send a link to Mike on this? <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, I I don't. I really don't have anything <laughs> bad to say about Mike. He just doesn't need an apprentice. No. He doesn't want to work any longer than he has to. He he dips out as early as he yeah. can. Is he still he, dipping out at like 4 o'clock and shit? Yeah, but I mean, he, still, he puts in a lot of work too. Like, I, I don't talk shit about him right. leaving early at all because he does actually get he there. He gets like something nine, done. Well, he starts in at like 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh. My problem with Mike is I wish he would just stop talking shit about people who only do one tattoo a day mm-hmm. and only do one tattoo a fucking day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well. Because um, I can just look like... Uh, he, he just, you can just tell whatever the end of the tattoo is, it just loses all his attention. Right. And that's, that's natural when you're four hours into a tattoo and you got another four hour fucking tattoo right. scheduled after that. And it's uh, three in the afternoon. You've been there since eight, nine in the morning working on the shit because he doesn't do any drawing at home, which is fine. Right. I'm just yeah. saying, but like your day would go a whole lot better. If you just did one tattoo a day and spent more time on it and charged more for it. And that and going to four days a week are two things that pivoted my career in a direction of like... Stone does not want anybody to go four days a week. Dude, I think everybody should go four days a week. I mean, I tell the girls that work here, like I talk Sarah into taking... Well, I don't know. I mean, she makes her own decision. She doesn't really like... She's pretty hard-headed. But I was like, you should consider like going... Like coming back... And like a ease it in when you have your baby, like maybe do like two days a week, then three days a week. Then, and she did. Yeah. And she went to four for a while. And then now it's too busy to yeah. not do. Danny, five days a week. Danny's at four days a week. But that she she says she wanted that uh, since day, before she even started. Right. 
I mean, um, I I think it's fucking ideal. Like, I think it's really better for you, and it makes you hone in on it. You take the four or five tattoos you're doing serious as fuck. I don't know. Um, we're so much of the things we do relies on what's in between our fucking ears. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that. Stone doesn't fucking know that at all. Right. Most he, most he, people don't. He he hasn't taken a day off. Since he opened the shop. Stone hasn't? Never has taken a vacation. He's been newly married for five years now. They've never been on a honeymoon, never been on vacation. We've had several sit-down talks with him. We're like, Stone, you need to stay out of the shop. Like, <laughs> you need a vacation. Yeah. The thing is, he, j- he well, for the first year, he'd be going to each one of us. And talking shit about another one of us. Right. Like, he'd come up to me and Nick, bitching about Mike stealing, blah, 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 blah. And the, in his head, it was me and Nick coming up to him. Right. Full, in his head, that That's is what, what he believed. Yeah. And so he would go to Mike. And blah, blah, just And so we all, fuck, all of us, all just there's just so much tension in the shop for weeks. And we the did. reality of it is if Stone were to step out for a week and you guys all just had a shop meeting, everybody's cool. Well, that's like, the thing. <laughs> he took off early on a Tuesday, and then me and Mike, we're like, all right, man, let's talk about this shit. And then we're like, man, it had nothing to do with any of us. We were all, it was just so right. tense. We could just, we weren't talking to each other. We were, and... And there was this big knockout, dragout fight. Um, Mike uh, decided to talk to Stone about it. Stone immediately, like, I got a recording of, like, Stone jumping down my throat, calling me a bitch, I'll fight you, blah, 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 you're fucking fired. He, like, wouldn't even let me pack my shit. I was packing my shit, and he kept on getting in my fucking face. Is this when you told him you were opening a new shop, or, like, what? No, he doesn't know nothing about that. Okay. And he's but, not going to hear a podcast. So that, no. that's why I asked before. I didn't no. know if you had like a, I don't even a reveal thing. Yeah. You know, I didn't. Well, if you were still working there, I mean, I didn't want to yeah, put your still fucking there, job I in have done it anyways. Yeah. I'm really glad I stopped when yeah. I did because like right before I did, he started posting shit about dear black people. If, if y'all stop resisting arrest, y'all stop getting shot. Oh my God. He'd be posting shit like that. And like that shit pisses me off cuz for one you're 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 in charge of my salary. For one, he's not doing any advertisement to get people in the door. And when you're posting shit like that, that's why people would out you? of the door. Yeah. Why I would you? Go there. No, fuck you. <laughs> he started posting about how this George Floyd guy isn't even dead. It's just all a setup to get the for the Dems to get Trump out of the White House. Everything is for the <laughs> Democrats to get Trump out of the White House. Everything. And he would I can go through and send you all like while we're while we're in the shelter in place. Yeah, he would every day just send me politics shit. Thirty minute long video of this pe- person talking, and he goes, "Watch this, it's worth it." I go, thirty fucking minutes of this dude sitting at a podium talking. He goes, it's worth it, bro. I go, did you even watch it? <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? And what's weird is that's like that's all related to like people think, and I do, I understand. There's a lot of wacky shit around the coronavirus thing. There's some crazy thing. shit happening. I know, but that. but like the thing where okay, there's one shop in town where they posted a thing saying we have a, a mask order in effect, and like you know for a podcast, clearly it's not a good idea. But we've been following the rules. Close-ish. Yeah. If our client's cool with it, you know, sometimes we'll both be like, okay, have you been around anybody? I haven't either. Do you have to go around anybody that has any health risk? I don't either. Okay, cool. Like, one of us wears a mask or whatever. Yeah. But there's people that will fucking yell at you for wearing a mask and call you a sheep. It's like, bitch, 
just in case. I know. Just in case it makes somebody feel better, keeps somebody from being sick. That's the dumbest fucking attitude towards it. Like, people are like, how long are you going to wear a mask? It's like, man, my mom got a kidney transplant last year. Yeah. I'm probably going to, like, in public places, fucking, I have a client, so she's a stripper at Maximus. She lives in Kwana, and her, both of her parents are, like, retired, and they, they live in Kwana. Yeah. So, she... So she got a call from they had a girl that that they had a feature that comes from Houston that had Corona because she tested positive. She went to go work at Maximus and gave it to four girls at Maximus. And then um, and then for some reason, my client didn't. She didn't get it, but her parents got it. And apparently um, her parents, the only place that her parents went in the last two weeks was the Sam's. And she said she went with her parents, but she was the only one wearing a mask the whole time. Right. And she still hasn't got to spend two weeks. She's tested five times negative. And all she does when she's at home is they all wear a mask in the common area. Yeah. And, you know, I, and the thing is, this is just so uncertain. There's, I've heard of people, you know, there's permanent damage people are getting from this. And, yeah, you know, lung damage and I've heard mom, brain damage now. My mom is on medication that suppresses her immune system so that her kidney doesn't reject. Right. And... That, you know, and I can't just stay away from my fucking mom. Right. Because what if this is bullshit and I just spend the whole year away from my mom? Right. My kids wants to see his grandma and, like, so I'm just trying to be, trying to listen to both sides, but yeah. trying to make my own fucking decision. It's not that I'm a sheep. <laughs> it's I hard to be objective it's like, on this, It's though. like, do y'all motherfuckers wear a seatbelt? Y'all, right. y'all, pr- y'all, like, why do we wear a seatbelt? Oh, it's to protect others from us. What the fuck? Like, it's the same fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, but you wear a seatbelt just in case you wreck. I'm saying, okay, I consider myself somewhat intelligent. I also don't think there's any fucking chance I know what's going on. Yeah. Like, so if you're way smarter than me, I'll listen, but I'm guessing the fucking crazy people that are, not, like, mm. I'm not, I don't know if it's my place to say who I'm smarter than or not. But I know some people that I'm definitely smarter than think that it's, like, dangerous to wear a mask and yeah. you're going to pass out from CO2 yeah. or whatever. Like, you know there's, like, like surgeons. Right. I was like, if there's all day long. 24-hour surgeries yeah. happen all the time. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing. A lot of people didn't know some surgeries take more than 30 minutes until this. <laughs> I've, like, talked to so many people. I'm like, you know, like, some surgeons are in there literally, like, yeah. go in at 6 in the morning. They're not out till fucking. Well, you know Stone you was know, trying to tell seven Nick the next morning. how, how. Yes. Stone was trying to tell Nick how masks are more dangerous for your health than not. I, the only argument I've ever heard that made sense to me and I kind of agree with is like if we wear masks and use hand sanitizer and wash our hands constantly, our immune system takes a little hit because it's not getting a workout. That being said, True. when I'm in public places, not at the park, not hiking. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking helping my immune system by walking around Walmart because I'm not licking the fucking shelves. Yeah. So, like, I mean, yes, I am breathing. The thing is, shit. I wear a mask in places that just say, wear a fucking mask. Because right. you know what? I don't want to be those employees that got to go and Same. tell somebody. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be that guy. And because cause if, if you look, well, I, need, I w- really wish I could just delete Facebook because you I can. I, I think about what well, how let me, you let say me airdrop you a time. book, or I'll text you a book. Hold up, <laughs> you can, dude. Hold uh, well, you you can talk. I'm just. But gonna... there's, if you look at the people's profiles that's against the mask, it's all old white people, mm-hmm. and they're usually racist. That want to fight for our country, but literally, and the thing is, they don't even go shopping at Walmart. Like Stone wants to talk about, I can't wear, motherfucker. You don't go grocery shopping. Your wife does everything for you. <laughs> Like Stone's living it up. 
I'm sorry. I'm just sending you this before I forget because I'm really forgetful. And it's not weed. I've always been like this. You can attest to that. You knew me pre-weed for sure. Yeah. I've always been weed forgetful. Weed has made like... me... <laughs> Man, the other day, I was going... we were going to Burgess Lake with Rudy. And before I left the house, I lost my keys, my wallet, and my phone. <laughs> I lose it. They're, they're right. where... They were in a spot that... Like, even if I didn't take them from that, I just couldn't remember what I just fucking did with it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So why, like, and I technically still have a Facebook because the one that runs the pages is that why you think you can't delete it? Not like you need the personal thing or are um, you trying to use your personal one to market yourself? Yes, all the above. <laughs> okay. Like, like, I really want, I like, I'm. we're hopefully going to sign the lease on this place this week. Right. And I'm just waiting for the lease to sign so I can start promoting because Stone is like telling people Danny moved and because Danny made a mistake by not she has she, well she she didn't make a mistake by every single person she's ever tattooed has emailed her she has everybody's email that's good. she has ever tattooed but every single person she says ta- that's the only form of contact they have hardly any Instagram har- no Facebook right. at all no phone number no nothing well, I feel like I would prefer to have a, and that's my thing is phone number, email, um, and then the town you live in, mm-hmm. and, uh, and like a few more details about you. So I get enough information. I could mm-hmm. contact them through text or whatever. But email is pretty good. I mean, you well, can send out. Do you know well, what constant contact is? Yeah. Okay. She could uh-huh. just use constant contact. Yeah, and blast that's what them we're all. gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna. Then, you know, most of it's military, but yeah, whatever they so can get half spam. On. Fuck yeah. Them. Well, no, I mean, it's everybody. Like, if you send it one time, like mm-hmm. I pay for it monthly. Because it's cheaper at the end of the year, even if I only use it like eight times. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you send out a constant contact email blast to everybody that she's ever tattooed, all you need is fucking 20 to look at it. I mean, yeah. and more than 20, lo- people will look at it. Like you you make sure th- they're going to know their tattoo artist's name. Yeah. Like they they say, book, yeah. Danny Carter. Yeah. Like, like make sure it says yeah. like something that's intriguing, like. Hey, guys, I moved. Check it out. Or new shop coming soon or, you know, something exciting. And people jump on it. They'll look at the email. I check my fucking emails. That's one I'm excited to just start promoting because I've been kind of – I haven't – I've only done three tattoos since March. Oh, shit. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's not I have not – like I tried to do one tattoo at my house and it just – I don't – I don't want to do it. Right. It feels weird. It was my friend's girlfriend and it was just like reworking something I've already done. But just doing that, it was just, I did not like the atmosphere. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm tempted to, my friend, uh, Amy, she has the loop shop and karma and all Mm -hmm. that. She bought a salon and she has a, her salon's license to tattoo for permanent makeup. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And I'm thinking about just doing some over there just to yeah. get the ball rolling. I mean, I you, really fucking, like, you might talk to uh, Nick and is it Danny? Yes. So, okay. Talk to Nick and Danny and talk to her and like maybe see if you guys can like basically have like a weekly booth rent type situation or a daily yeah. thing. And like you guys just all three like bring one yeah, craftsman toolbox in there. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. And that would that wouldn't I don't hurt know her if business. I would be tattooing to be honest. What's Nick going to do? I don't know. He literally tried to talk me out of opening the shop. But he quit the shop. Mm-hmm. So did he quit when you quit? Mm-hmm. Does I mean if he doesn't go work for you, I can't. I mean, we were he, supposed to open it together, right? Even which I'm kind of, you know, I don't see me and Nick being a partner, right? Working well. Well, I mean, my thing is like Nick's a great dude, mm-hmm. and I'm not like I definitely don't have anything bad to say about him. Yeah. But any person, I don't want to be a business partner with anybody. Like the closest yeah. I would get is like, hey. 
I'm going out of town for six months. Can you run my shit? We'll split it while I'm gone. No yeah. paperwork. Like, just run my shit. And when I get back, I'll yeah. give you half. You don't get... Well, like... the problem is I don't have the funds to do it all on my own. Right. This ADA thing is going to be very expensive. So, what you got to pour new concrete and put a well, ramp in and then widen a door? Or... Well, I got to widen the door, re- demolish the whole bathroom, and rebuild the entire bathroom and okay. all the plumbing and everything. It's got to jack up the floor, jack up the concrete wall, move the vent over, move new sewer because the toilet's too close to the wall. Oh, gotcha. So, and since it's a commercial thing, I only a general contractor can pull the remodel permit. Mm-hmm. And when you got to do a remodel permit, the entire the electricity, everything has. To has be the city looked at the building and talked to you about this yet? No, I'm. I have to. I'm meeting a plumber today. He's going to okay. put a camera down the drain to make sure when we jack up the floor that the pipes underneath aren't completely fucked because right. the building owner's not helping whatsoever. Well, yeah, I mean, that's for, for the rent price. They're not going to want to dump a bunch of money no, into it. No, I'm trying to get some kind of grace period on remodel because it's going to be an extensive remodel. And, like, I am upping the value of this unit by yeah. 10 grand at yeah. least. Like, well, what you you could probably do it on your own. Um, Contract-wise, I don't know what's going to be there, but they, they're not in the business of trying to prove or disprove when or who this shit they just want to know it's done mm-hmm. like i thought i was going to need receipts for all my plumbing to get a license here they said i would they didn't ask for anything yeah i don't know i would talk to some other business owners that have been in your shoes because you could probably just like and you do the work yourself you get whatever the pipe is i'd say like well, probably four inch brad and go up and brad newland he went through this same oh, okay. fucking problem and it cost him about 12 grand okay <laughs> fuck his building owner split the cost all right here's what and you do him four... get four credit cards <laughs> <laughs> already got four <laughs> get i get six like credit my credit Credit lines are all tapped out yeah. because of cars and yeah. I've been trying to get back into drag racing. <laughs> oh, shit. Just liquidate some of your drag racing stuff. I mean, like the thing uh, is, it sounds crazy, but if you took, let's say you have $10,000 worth of shit you can sell that you know you're going to miss, yeah. you'll make so I much more later. I just buy it later. Really, I don't. Like the best thing I can do right now is sell my GTO and that would free up like $300 a month. Yeah, that's not good. No. Yeah. But like Danny's got 10 Gs. <laughs> To go in half with me and everything, yeah. and I know, like I don't know, I I the greed. I think it, I, it makes me feel greedy by wanting it all on my own. Like I'd rather her, I'd rather pay her fucking twenty five, seventy five percent, and but I really need her here, right? Because she is great at everything. Her personality is fantastic. Like she's. That's the thing with this whole thing was pissed me off with Stone is that Danny hasn't she hasn't been a liar. She hasn't been dramatic. She's been literally the person who's kept us all fucking together and level headed and all that. And she the thing is, she's just such as a nice and bubbly personality. And with those personalities, sometimes people got a lot of shit in their head and it's off. Yeah. And she's and she's one of those. And she's had a really rough like depression spill. Which most I, most friendly people are depressed which as is, fuck. Which it's is really something sad. that I don't understand at all. But like how I see it is, she, why would she lie to me about how severe it is? Because she doesn't want you to feel bad for her. Automatically, that's almost always it. Like Robin Williams yeah. is my favorite go-to. But like, like I didn't tell anybody that from age seven till twenty-seven, I thought about killing myself. 23 of 24 hours well, a day and, and, the and thing now is, I'm great and the thing and is that's how just, I know that's how I know people are <laughs> right. and and the only thing that I know that keeps people from really going off the deep end is people that believe them yeah you know what I mean regardless of if it's true or not like you not believing this person isn't going to make it better right. so just listen to them right and that's, yeah. that's what I've been doing and like 
Stone keeps Stone was start. He was starting to message me about just talking shit about Danny to me, and the thing is, she didn't want none of us. Me, Nick, and Danny, we didn't want to come back to work just because of Stone. This right. whole time, has anybody been, mentioned to Stone that he owns the shop? Like, has it? Does he know that? Like, I know that sounds really silly, but oh, like, he, does he? Oh yeah, he like he just knows. worked around everybody too much, so he doesn't realize he's supposed to be in a leader position. I he, guess. Like he, the thing is, you know how when people. Uh, when when people just talk to overcompensate for their lies, like he always just talks about how he's, I, you know, I feel like I'm not a boss. I'm a leader. I lead all. Oh my god! Shut the fuck <laughs> up! No, you're not. I was saying the same thing till I had two shops, and then I was like, Nah, I'm just gonna swing by and check on these bitches, see, and I hope they're not mad at me, and then see, be really nice. That's how. I, that's how I want. That's my attitude going into this place yeah. day one. Like yeah. I'm not. I honestly, I at this point, I'm not really sure how long I want a tattoo. Like, I, I really don't know anymore. Like, I think I think your perception on that's going to change real quick when you I have think freedom. So too. I think you. I'm hoping so too. Like, but clearly right, you're into tattooing. But right now, it's like, I don't know. I've also felt like my tattooing has surpassed my art skills, mm. and my art skills is like at a zero. That's when you get into realism, dog. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like you say that, but like, uh, I don't see like light sources and I don't see contrast and shit like well, I'm supposed to and I really just I don't even have like the fundamentals of drawing and so stuff so I that, don't drawing always helps so but I feel like I need I need like a I need just the basic fundamentals of drawing to even just get in the right yeah. direction I, feel I know like, you can't do it right now but take a fucking art class at any college that's what I plan on doing Cameron, like me and Daniels are talking you know how like Rimber has someone come in mm-hmm. um we have someone come in and just like once do like a bi- seminar bi-weekly and just do like two hours and yeah. we just draw and then they watch over our shoulder and like you fucking suck or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. You know? yeah. And that's, that's like need. it sounds harsh, but it's fun. I don't really and... need someone to like be nice to me. Yeah. But <laughs> when it comes to breaking down light sources and shit, like everybody has a different thing. I've always looked at stuff different than normal people. So I think that's why my tattoos look different than normal. But um if you just like zoom in on a spot mm-hmm. and just recreate what you see exactly, and I mean zoom, zoom. Like, let's say you're doing a nose, yeah. do the fucking nostril. Don't do the nostril and the flare. Do the right. nostril. Then do just this little crease, and then just. And I'm talking like, if it's a portrait the size of this one, like, mm-hmm. keep it to like three millimeter squares and just treat it like pixels. And the problem with that is you'll have this like kind of, like high contrast choppy like boom to boom look but that's okay like that's what uh like fernie um and all those guys at ink slingers do that's kind of how ty does it like it's it's a good way to get the image to look exactly how you want it to yeah and then like i mean i i've also i step back a lot i've learned that i can't teach myself (laughs) i teach myself i can half-ass teach myself but i can't but usually half-ass teaching myself is like creating some kind of bad habit yeah and so like uh a year and a half ago, I was doing some black and gray skulls, and I kind of posted it into this critique group, and they like ripped my ass to shreds. And they were all correct. Right. They were all fucking See, assholes. And that's how you correct. know I have the potential to learn things, though, mm-hmm. is because you can hear that. Because some and, people can't hear any criticism, no matter how constructive. Yeah, like Mike. Like, yeah, I wasn't going to say yeah. any, but and some Stone, people. Mike and Stone. Like, yeah. Stone is, like, he is awful, man. There's so many times I, like, I mean, there's times I follow people in the parking lot that's, like, left a deposit with Stone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, y'all do not want to go and get this child portrait from Stone. <laughs> that's fucked up. He did a two baby hands holding. 
and it looks like somebody holding a dick every time. I didn't look. <laughs> you just can't even look. No. But the thing is, like, Stone used to be pretty he good. He used to and, never be on that level, actually. Well, not... Do baby hands not portrait, portraits? No, no, no. Never. New school, though. Like, mm. he did some... I've seen some. We're talking 20 years ago. I've seen Maybe. some that weren't yeah. bad, dude. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, that's what I'm terrified of. That's yeah. like, I'm like, dude... Like, every day I'm like, fuck, this is not as good as what I did three years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I'll do six in a row and have the same attitude. And then I'll do one and be like, oh, breakthrough. And then the next day I'm like, fuck, 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 over and over. And then I'll, like, hear in my head what I would say if I was somebody else. Like, dude, that guy's pretty much been the same for three years. And then I'll look at one from three years ago and almost the same thing. I'll be like, oh, it's fucking 1% better. It just it used to get 80% better every six months. And once you hit that point, like... The only thing that made me not freak out constantly about that is Nico told me, like, once you hit, he was like, once you feel like you hit a fucking wall, you could, like, as long as you feel like you hit a wall for three years, four years, whatever, you don't know. But if you keep, if that feeling hits you constantly, you'll eventually, you're going to hit a fucking window and you're going to shatter that window. And yeah. then you're going to break through to a whole nother thing. Yeah. And until then, it's going to feel like shit. So just keep feeling like shit for another six months, man. And that was like a year or two ago. That's kind of what the guy who who tattooed my fingers told me. Who did your fingers? They look dope. Seventeen. Oh, dude, he's awesome. See, if you look, that's one pass. Yeah. The only only light spots is like. Yeah, knuckles, knuckles. obviously. It's going to. Yeah. It is a painful motherfucker. Let me tell you. Awful. The worst worst feeling I've ever fucking felt. Well, he's trying to make sure it stays. (laughs) He did. He. That looks really good. He did that. He did all my fingers in an hour and a half. I can see that. Those lettering it, guys and fucking... he took $800 from me. There you go. <laughs> and Big Mies like, does the same shit. I want to do that. And you're good at drawing lettering. And you know how to tattoo. I, have, I so... literally haven't drawn any lettering. All right, here's what you do. <laughs> get a bunch of fucking mops. Oh, man. Like the, not the huge ones, but get like the mop brushes, like the little squeezy dudes. And fucking get cardboard around the house and just write your kid's name. And just yeah. write shit and do shit. Like, I know that sounds silly, yeah. but if you do shit for your kid, then you have to do it. And when, I mean, how old is he now? About a year? Almost two in September. Oh, shit. I'm, see, that's how much I pay attention. Yeah, so he can, like, he's not going to know it's his name, but if you tell him it's his name, he'll know it's his name. Yeah. So he'll get excited about it, which will excite you, and then you'll end up doing what we did to the whole, allegedly yeah. did to the back of the shop. To uh, the, Those to people did. All kinds, yeah, those fucking strangers did, too. Um, <laughs> you'll do it to boards, and, and, like, every time you get a package from Amazon, just uh, the chisel tip flat Sharpies, yeah. like, psh, 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 because, like, you can do fucking lettering. Like, you could do that tattoo with one year of focus. Like, yeah. Like. The whole one year focus thing is. See, the thing is, like, I I started, I wanted to tattoo and I wanted to do, practice on my homies and yeah. charge them. And that was a problem with stone. Um, so, like. It's practicing so and trying now, to get good before you charge Yes. <laughs> going to conventions out of town. Doing guest spots isn't a bad, like. Like, he did not want his people... Like, he's just so insecure about his people leaving. Yeah. (laughs) He always talks about how AJ and Dave and everything, they all left him. I'm like, well, why did they all leave you? They left you you to go work for Tuan, who's really into art. Yeah, now Tuan barely works. All he does is tattoo people who want, like, comic book shit from him. Like, he just, like, does the two a week or whatever. I mean, you got to think, he's been tattooing for, like... 20 years, probably. Yeah, probably 16, 17, 18 years, something like that. I'm going to say, if I had to guess, I'd say 18, yeah. It's been a long time. Because, I mean, that whole shot besides David's 10-plus years. Oh, shit, it is. Ash is, like, 12 years. Yeah, so... David's probably, like, eight years. Tuan was working at Classic, and he opened that when I had just got Avenue. Yeah. 
That's about 10 years ago. That's the only shop I send people to. That's the only shop in which Tough Halls I send people to. I mean, I, yeah. and the thing is, like, when I'll send people to, if somebody says, hey, you know, I, I usually go to you, but my wife just wants some fucking lettering, and obviously we're yeah. not going to drive to you. You for lettering, like I'm like you know that's too bad. Thing. Sick lettering, Tuan. Tuan, I know. Oh it's beautiful. God. Yeah. They had this lady walk in that <laughs> did he, he did some script on top shows. Like, man, I kind of want to go Tuan for some lettering. Yeah, and I heard he hates doing it. That's the thing that sucks is he's good at shit he hates. Imagine if he loved it. I know. <laughs> He'd be fucking murdering. I know. But he's good at he's good at everything, man. Yeah, like there's I don't I don't like the style of his black and gray no, as much as I do other people's. I don't either. But it's good. Like when if he does you his like black that style technically comic it's good. books it's fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah, like when he does like the um Man, he did one on David. The what's he the did, you Wolverine? Know, all maybe his, all that shit's sharpied on. Yeah, all every, any comic book. Well, he's thing a you see, real fucking artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what when people are like, I had someone come into me and and I started tattooing him. They're like, I usually like they're like Twan usually does all my stuff, but he, I'm like, <laughs> I go really? I go Twan's people usually don't come here. Yeah, like what do you mean? I was like, because like Twan don't tattoo very many people. So if he's tattooing you. People usually just stick with them. Right, and like, then he has people there. Yeah, I was like, don't show Twan this when you go back to him, please. <laughs> That's fucked up. I hate that you have to say that, but I like that you're humble uh, enough to be able to, like, you're, you, the thing that's going to keep you progressing is you're not you're not cocky about your artwork. Mm. You're quite the opposite, apparently. But, I, I mean, like you've done some pretty solid tattoos. Like I, I think the thing is, I feel like I've done shot, I've done solid tattoos for not having an art background for being right. so early. So like, there's there's like asterisks. Right. Well, that's kind of the <laughs> thing with. I still talk shit about people that like put hashtag freehand on everything. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it doesn't just because I it know. sucks, and then it sucks like. It would suck less if you used a stencil. Doesn't mean yeah. it doesn't suck. Like that thing where, like, well, I did it freehand, so it looks a little, you know. That's the problem cool. with like, like Mike started doing this freehand, like creepy stuff, mm-hmm. and that his the technical application's fine. Like he's just not pushing his stuff yeah. past a certain limit because he thinks he's the best. Yeah, well, somebody and you can just tell by his his tattoos that it's like if I did them, gr- <coughs> they, they look like I did a really good job on right. them instead of somebody. Who is on his level? Who should yeah. be? Yeah, yeah, he can do good tattoos. I worked with him for a while. He and that's can because, do solid shit. And that's because when I show him, I show him someone from the UK that does black and gray stuff that I like, and he's like, "That's fucking. That's just. They're just stupid good. And just don't even look at it." And like, why don't you just zoom in? And you're like, "Damn, how yeah." The, like, my like, favorite right now is Matthew James. He's uh, he's fucking crazy. It's not like. It's not the kind of work where you're looking at just the technical shit. It's yeah. like, I can't describe it, but he's, I think he's somewhere over in like the UK and yeah. he has like a fucking tree house for a tattoo shop. <laughs> like it's cool as fuck. Matt Jordan just did yeah. kind of the same concept. Um, That'd be sick. Yeah. His Matthew James shit. Okay. You walk through this uh, atrium. It's all like, it's all wood and then it's got glass on the top and on the sides. So like the, from like your waist up is all glass. There's fucking plants just hanging everywhere. There's like skeletons from different shit. Mm. There's fucking animal skulls. And then you get into it and you walk up to this elevated thing that's on top of the side of that. Mm-hmm. And you're looking and it's just fucking trees for 100 miles. It's really cool. I want to go get tattooed there. That's sick. I wouldn't care if he sucked. I'd still go get a tattoo there just to sit there for a few hours. Like it yeah. looks really cool. Um, so what I do with that is I, I zoom in and I go, oh, so if I was as creative as him, I could do that. I like mm. looking at a tattoo that I could do, so I understand where Mike's coming from, but I also love looking at shit that I couldn't do mm-hmm. and make myself feel like shit. That way yeah. I can get better. And the thing is, you'd think, like, 
black and gray realism is just copying a picture. It's not. <laughs> but it's not at all. No. It is you have like you are unintentionally creatively changing yeah. this realistic thing to look realistic in your own way. Yeah. Like to resemble this but in a different way that only you like is really fucking Yeah. It's and it's then you fun. only really get into it if you really just stare at it a lot yeah. and look at stuff. And that's something that like I don't know. I'm sure you remember freaking Mike talking about how black and gray isn't tattooing and right. Thing, but that's a, he's a specialist now. Yeah, especially he tells people all the time. I specialize in black and gray, <laughs> and like he specializes in black and gray, but you don't know any like top black and gray guys. Right. He doesn't know who like David Vega is. <laughs> he doesn't know who like. And I try and show him these people and Stone, and they completely just disregard anything I say about well, anybody else. Maybe maybe what you got to do. <clears throat> Is mentioned that Vega, David Vega, I think he charges thirty five hundred a day. Oh yeah, like I, say I know that. Mike's and, into money. No, I, I like, the thing is, I say that and they're like, that's just fucking ridiculous. Tattoos should be affordable. Blah 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 blah. I agree if they're not good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, even, I think is, my tattoos so aren't good Stone, enough to be that Stone much. This, but like, Stone has this big tattoo from Jeremy Miller that he paid seven hundred dollars for, uh, which I think is a fucking phenomenal price. Well, how long are you going to get it? Mm, 10 years. Okay. But that was... considering I paid $700 for my fingers to get done. Yeah, but that was $1,200 seven years ago, and tattooing wasn't as no. big. So but Stone talks about good. how it was just overpriced because oh he goes, I would charge $400. I go, right, so you're you not Jeremy fucking Miller. Goes, so, you, so you think your tattoos are this should be priced the same as Jeremy Miller? Like, no. Spoken like is... a true non-tattooer. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you even look at Jeremy Miller's tattoos? Right. Like, you have one on you. Do you not see that you cannot do that? Like Nobody can. You should like... see Stone's line drawings are rough sketches. Uh-huh. He he rough sketches on the paper, throws in the fucking copier, and then makes the final thing with his tattoo machine. Do his clients like that? I mean, they think it's so cool. Yeah, I was gonna say I would think if you like the end result, the that time, might seem cool. They don't come back. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> that's like, that's the thing. Every time I feel like I'm not growing or I'm not progressing or whatever, I think about the new clients I've landed that came back as fast mm. as they can. Like yeah. in the last three months, I've had people go, "Hey, how far booked are you?" When I'm, yeah. they're paying me. They're they're fucking yeah. busting out what they took. It took them two weeks to earn. They're paying me, and they go, "Hey, how soon can I get another one?" Yeah. As they're paying. And then they get to their car. They don't even leave the parking lot. They submit another form to fucking get tattooed again. That's that's like my new $500 tip or my new yeah. like so-and-so like my picture. Like that's what I base my – I'm trying to get as far away from Instagram as possible yeah. while still not having no Instagram. And and my new version of – like you know how you get excited when somebody that you admire likes your work? Like mm-hmm. even if it's just a double tap or just an emoji or whatever – it's what that used to be. Now that a lot of people that I thought like would never even know who I am know who mm-hmm. I am. Now I'm like, I guess the new thing is just repeat clients, which honestly is the true like. Yeah. That's what we should be looking at. Yeah. And and that's probably that's, better. Inspiration that's what makes me feel about better about tattooing is when people want to get tattooed. Yeah. By well, me still. Brittany's getting multiple. I mean, she's got like four or five by you, right? Brittany. Uh, she's got an OnlyFans. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I also don't charge Brittany very much. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I mean, but the point is, like, okay, if yeah. I know you're tattooing Brittany, that means you're tattooing her at a discount is worthwhile to you. Because if I know about it, I'm not paying attention to her fucking Instagram. Right. Like, that means that she's yeah. promoting you. I'm, the one thing I'm excited about getting my own place is that I can finally just 
do free afford ones. Afford to tattoo people cheap. I'm yeah. not doing free, but well, I mean, I'm, I'm past the point of free, and I I feel like I've done a lot of cheap ones. I did a free one two weeks ago. Yeah, but <laughs> you're yeah, but even with your free one to your paid ones, still yeah. average way more. If yeah, I, if okay. I the problem with me doing free ones is that. The clients that bring in free ones is right. not people so, who I want. Yeah, no, what I did last week, I don't do – I I do if it's an emergency, mm-hmm. but I usually don't post a picture of something and say I'll do this for free or cheap. But what I do is I'll post, hey, I have tomorrow open, super-duper discount, hit me up. And if it's somebody that's given me more than $5,000 in their life – uh, it's free. And yeah. if it's somebody that I think has made me more than $5,000, it's free. And if it's somebody that I just want a tattoo or they have a cool idea, it's free. Yeah. And otherwise, it's like 200 bucks for what yeah. would usually be eight. I got like 10 clients has been with me since my apprentice mm-hmm. times. And those people, I always try and just... Yeah. Because I, I don't like really seeing the, their tattoos. Yeah. And I feel bad, but because I feel bad, I feel like I owe, like I needed them. Right. But as you progress, and that's Mm. another motivation to you have to progress. That way you can pay them back for them helping you out. And like, I always use, uh, do you know Juan? Uh, I don't know why you, he got tattooed while you were here, I think. But anyway, I use Juan as an example. He comes about every three. Really familiar. I can't pronounce his last name. (laughs) Uh, Mm. Anyway, uh, I use him as an example all the time. Um, When I first tattooed him. My day rate was almost a quarter what it is now. Um, And he pays the same price he's paid for like four or five years because he comes every three to six months. He lets me do something cool. He never tries to go, oh, well, can you move it a quarter inch and like over here? And then I want the eyes blue. And can you put my mom's name? He just goes, dude, I just want like this Jesus thing and whatever. Like if it doesn't have to be just Jesus, you know, I like this, but just Jesus. And I give him what he wants usually because he usually has good taste. But he's open to interpretation. And he sends me all kinds of business. And then I have another dude, uh, Reagan. I want to find a way to tattoo Reagan for free without losing a shitload of money because he's always like only in town for, uh, you know, a week. And he lives in Omaha and it's a whole thing. But he's from Weatherford and he's probably sent me enough to buy my car three times. Damn. Like he sends me so much fucking work. And I feel like I have to say thank you every time I see him. And like those people make me like that. Yeah. That makes tattooing really fun too. Yeah. Like, and when you get those, like those those people that you started tattooing like that, when you're putting the killer pieces on them two or three years from now, yeah, those will be your wands and your Reagans. Like they're gonna yeah. fucking they're gonna hook people up. And I, and I like them. They all have great great personality. And yeah. They we we you just call them all ugly time. all at once. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a great personality now. Um, I gotta throw like a random shitty kind joke of, in every now and then. I'm kind of biased. I have a lot of lady clientele. So I we know. We know. They, they 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 just work out better. <laughs> they really do. Like, like um their skin's always not literally always, but usually their skin's better. Dudes usually are so, a lot of dudes look at their are fucking more. weird too, man. Yeah. Like they they just I don't know. And I tattoo a lot more dudes than females, which is like unfortunate because I want to just tattoo pale girls all day. <laughs> yeah. Just like super pale girls. Yeah. Be like, hey, what do you want today? Uh well I got this whole thigh and whatever you want to do. Black and gray, and I haven't seen the sun in three years except to come here. And I Perfect. <laughs> I'm never going to be in the sun again. Yeah, like yeah. some of the tattoos I do, like I'm looking at how they age, and it's like, dude, if that guy just stays out of the sun for a week, it looks good again. Yeah. Like in the winter, they look good, and then in the summer, it's like, dude, there's no amount of black in the world to fight the fucking sun. Yeah. Um. So just the tan thing, and then I'm looking at like how fast is that shit going to fade if you're burning yourself every day. Mm-hmm. And I tattoo like construction workers and shit. And I'm always trying to talk them into it. Like, now I can't really do a chest that well. I do about one chest a month because my back's so fucked. Yes. <laughs> I'm, 
But like, where do you put really it? Where can I see the sun? Man, tattooing has made me really wonder how the fuck you tattooed me for free so much. <laughs> it's like, hard. I would never have tattooed anyone as much as you've tattooed yeah. me for free, like ever. Well, that's like, actually won't ever either. I didn't make any notes or have any real plans, but I did want to talk about that because I get asked less now than a year ago. But I get asked all the time, "How do I get an apprenticeship?" How do I get into tattooing? Man, I tell so like, many people how to get an apprenticeship, and they, and they don't, don't. Want to fucking no, listen. No, exactly. Man. But they you've done it. They just so... want to come in. Hey, dude, can I get an apprenticeship? No. Okay, see you later. Yeah. Motherfucker. They, we had this one guy brought it. He he didn't bring in a portfolio or any drawings. He had things on his phone. And I'm like, hey, man, best thing I can tell you, step one, get draw. fucking tattooed. No, oh, get tattooed. I was just say draw, but tattooed is actually better. Get tattooed. <laughs> yeah. Get tattooed, get tattooed. You don't know how to do a good tattoo unless you've seen a fucking good right. tattoo. A lot of these times, these people, I had a guy come in looking for an apprenticeship, and we didn't, I was like, man, the best thing I can tell you is just pick someone you like and get tattooed about you. He goes, man, I do my own tats. I go, well, that's the fucking problem. See ya. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> like he he's gonna do all his own you're forever. gonna do all your own fucking tattoos you fucking suck dude right and if you don't think you suck then you suck <laughs> <laughs> and, if you, and if you think you do suck you're right yeah uh, but no like okay so the thing that's this is the list I usually give people I go hey show up to a shop with a ton of drawings but before you do that make sure whoever you're going to talk to at that shop is somebody you think you could work around for fucking years Mm -hmm. and deal with whatever their fucking personal issues are. If they're going to be that weird dude that makes you do their laundry, figure that shit out before you start. Guess what the best way to figure it out is? Go get eight fucking tattoos from them. Maybe 10, maybe 30, whatever you got to, like get a full day, like spend a day with them. Figure out what their favorite drink is. Bring them a fucking and I'm not saying suck up. I'm saying like see if like you see even what want to be taught by to if they suck by them and uh, well, yeah see if they're fucking spitting on shit while they're tattooing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing, but my big thing is like so I've heard all the like go just go take out the trash and help out around the shop. That's bullshit. I hate that. I don't want anybody yeah. to be my fucking slave. Yeah. What I do like is somebody. I think this is the best way to get to know somebody. If I get a tattoo and like I brought Ty a Red Bull the first time I got tattooed, he was like, "Dude, how'd you know I like Red Bull?" I was like, "Isn't the background of one of your pictures?" I just I've never met you. He was like, "That's weird, but I like you." Immediately, he was like, yeah. "That's fucking cool." Like you thought about it. Yeah. And now I have, and I wasn't doing it for this reason, but I have open fucking. I can ask any question I want forever. Yeah. From a fucking Red Bull, it costs like five bucks. Yeah. And the point is, you see the reaction. If he said. Oh, cool. And just started drinking. Didn't even say thank you. Yeah. You probably don't want to fucking work for that guy. Exactly. And and you can learn a lot from that. You can learn a lot from the first tattoo. You can learn a lot from like, if you can, go out to eat with them after the tattoo. Be like, hey, man, this is a really cool tattoo. Can yeah. I buy you dinner? Like, you're going to, you need to know them. And the closest I've got to having somebody really plan it out and think about it like that. So Bailey, Sarah's apprentice, is a fucking murderer, dude. She came in here and got tattooed by Bailey or by Sarah a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we were all like, okay, I think she's almost ready. And then, okay, she's ready. All right, cool. She did a tattoo. I was like, oh, fuck. She could have been tattooing for three months. Like, she's yeah. she just, first one came out good. Yeah. Second one, third one. I'm waiting for the bad one. There's always got to be a bad one, yeah. right? She hasn't fucked up yet. Yeah. At all. Like, they're all, like, fucking good. Yeah. Megan was the same fucking way. And the thing is, they both really wanted it. Yeah. That's the main thing. But they also, like, we picked out the right apprentices. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, like, credit to us for, but... When they came in and talked to us about it, first off, they had they had known us for a while. Mm-hmm. One from I knew Megan from not from tattooing, and then Megan uh, Bailey knew Sarah from tattooing, and I'd met Bailey a few times. But we knew they really wanted it was a big thing, and also we knew they didn't need us to tell them how to do shit. They would watch and figure out what we're mm-hmm. doing and ask questions. Because yeah. I don't know, like 
what do you want me to do? Be like, okay, so I usually use a three. It's a zero six super duper bug pin from fucking Bishop SMP. It's actually for scalp micropigmentation, not even tattooing. That's the three I use now. Yeah. How the fuck does that help you when you're first tattooing? Yeah. Like, and that's the shit I know to tell them. I, I use batteries now. I don't even know what my voltage is. I just fucking click the thing and. Yeah. Um, I can't talk anybody else into using batteries. They're all like, it just sounds weird. I'm like, dude, once you don't have a cord, just, it's kind of like taking I, the condom off the first one. time. Dude, they're fun. What kind of machine are you using? I bought this Chinese one, oh, Mast. No. Oh, okay, those actually aren't bad. That's 200 the, bucks? Yeah. I got it on sale for 200 bucks. That's the battery brand, I've too. tried a lot of different battery packs. I have an FYT mm-hmm. pin. Um, I've tried battery packs on it, shit, and I just don't fucking like it. This one has, like, it's, like, this big, and it's, like, all built in. Yeah. It has, like, a digital readout on voltage mm-hmm. and stuff. So the battery pack I like is made by Mast. It's a little tube, and it goes on the back of my wand. Mm-hmm. So the Bishop wand, the whole machine's, you know, probably five inches. Yeah. It's really tiny. Well, that's the thing. Those, thing, those ones are small as it is. Yeah. My FYT is, like, this small, yeah. and you put a battery on it's it. It's like, like a fucking stick. Like... Yeah. And then, so that was, like, the, uh, what was it that Egypt used to use? The equalizer or whatever? I forgot who makes that. But that one, when you do the battery that has the 90-degree, I don't have one in here, um, but it, like, hangs off. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And then when you're mm-hmm. adjusting the throw, it's, like, sticking up and shit. Yeah. So there are things I get, but once you figure it out and you get the battery that works, yeah, like cords seem fucking dumb. Yeah. Like I've compared it to a cordless phone. I'm like, do you remember when phones had cords? And people <laughs> yeah. are like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> like all my clients are like 30. They don't even fucking, they're like, I think I do. Yeah. Um, But I remember corded phones, but my parents were like old school. My grandparents, I, I don't remember having a corded phone at my parents' house at mm. all, ever. I remember the first house phone we got was like this cordless thing. Yeah. We had that and then when that went away, it went away. You just don't even need a house phone. Yeah. Um, but my grandparents had one that, like, had a cord that, like, reached around the whole fucking right, house. Right, yeah. my grandma would talk and use it in her bedroom, and it would be in the living room. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's, okay, hold on. I'm walking through. You might hear the cord hit the corner. Well, it's a different language, but. <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to try to do that language. Somebody would be like, cultural appropriation. It's I rude. just uh Ni hao is Chinese, right? That means high in Chinese. I don't even know. Um I That's know. That's the problem there. You're thinking Chinese and Vietnamese. Yeah, is the same I know thing. exactly. <laughs> well, I was talking uh, to Stone one day. Did he call you Chinese? <laughs> well, he was asking me if my mom knew Chinese, like, and I was like, you know, Vietnamese and Chinese is like it's all Asian, American and Mexican, right? He right. Went, really? <laughs> did he look shocked yeah, as fuck? Yeah. Oh my god, there's multiple really? Asian languages. It's like you know how many dialects there are of Chinese too. Well, like, like the two, there's already like when people say Chinese, I already feel like that's silly because there's Mandarin and Cantonese, which are like two, yeah, two different languages, right? Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're, it's, I guess it's both Chinese, but they're extremely different from what I've heard. But uh, Mary Lee is Korean, and she would talk to her mom all the time. And I just heard her say niga one time. It means like you or something. Mm-hmm. I, it's like a regular word. But I was like, we were up in the front yeah. <laughs> and there were a couple army guys up there. And I was like getting nervous. They might think she was saying something else. I was like, hey, don't, don't. And, and then I, she started like yelling at her mom in Korean. So they knew she was speaking Korean because that yeah. was the only word you would hear up front. It would oh, just carry yeah. to the front. I was like, it sounds like you're saying something else. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I didn't think that there were grownups that didn't know there's multiple Asian languages. Well, racist people. What like what that. ethnicity does he think Tuan is? Chinese? Is Tuan Chinese? Tuan, Tuan? Probably Mexican. Probably Mexican, yeah. Because yeah, he, he wears probably think he's Mexican that's always high, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he... I'm pretty sure that's oh, all yeah. it is. All right, so let's go over real quick since you don't have to deal with him being your boss anymore. You mentioned Stone's lack of professionalism and stuff. How do you feel about sanitation stuff in his station? Is he actually relatively um, safe? Or does he at least use like I a flip cord sleeve? He uses 
Yeah, yeah. He does that. He uses, like, the sink to rinse out his needles. And he... That's not uh, too bad. He's, I mean, he's alright. Okay. He does have his whole freaking booth filled with collectibles that he's never ever cleaned and stuff. And he was on the news talking about how our fucking studios as clean as a doctor's office and how we're cleaner than nail salons and they're all the, all the nail salons are dirty fucking places and our our nails our tattoo shops clean and me and Nick go in and the motherfucker hasn't been touched in two months and <laughs> like I guess we gotta clean this fucking shop since our boss went over there talking shit about our neighbors yeah that's oh yeah you guys are right next yeah, to a nail salon literally <laughs> and the thing is the nail salon <laughs> did he say the Chinese people at the nail salon <laughs> yes he did <laughs> On the news. Oh, did he really? I was news, just man. making a silly Dude, joke. <laughs> the, like when I say me, Nick, and Danny left, there's just a whole list, just a whole timeline of things that like we just cannot be associated yeah. with them. So do you think it's possible for just him and Mike to keep it afloat and make enough money that he can not have to hire people? Yeah. He's okay. hired an apprentice that's one of Calbunga's friends. And he hired some other spy. girl. Maybe I know. I think <laughs> no, I, was I think this guy he's solid. He has a solid art portfolio, and I don't think they just had enough room at right. Calabunga for him. Yeah, Calabunga is a small shop, and they probably the... don't have a hard stance on like apprenticing your friends and stuff. Right. They're traditional, you know. Yeah, you gotta earn that shit. Yeah, know? which that's a weird thing. Traditional throws me off because like traditional in this part of the country, there's like rules that I think make sense, and then like working with Jason for as long as I did. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, well, the first thing you gotta do if you want to get an apprenticeship is you gotta like, you gotta work for three or four years, and you gotta like, you know, stay at their house, and like, I like my apprentices to live with me and shit. I was like, what is this fucking Mister Miyagi? Yeah. Like, it's just so different. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it's it's the same fucking it's, country. I don't know why Jason, it's so different. It's like a rite of passage. Yes, like you gotta, it's like you gotta go through you gotta, some shit. You gotta like the levels of earning it is yeah they put you through the fucking ringer. Yeah, and know? it's to, to be clear, we're not talking about Jason Rivera. <laughs> like, I don't oh, yeah. like Jason, Jason that works with me now. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? Jason Hymas. Okay, I thought you said Jason Adams. I was like, no. Yeah, but he was like, he was really, really strict on rules. Like, this is a rule, yeah. this is a rule. That, and I to- I've always it, found that weird in Tatooine. I, I, f- I, I totally think it's weird, but I really respect it, though. I mean, I get you know it, yeah. I mean? I I just, the, I've, I've actually sent a lot of people to Jason, I think. Uh, people <laughs> come to me for, like, uh, I either send them to David or Jason. I, yeah, I like, I like David's work a lot. I, like, if I had to pick to get I tattooed think, by one of them, I would get tattooed by David. Yeah. I think like, Jason's... I haven't seen Jason's stuff in a long time. Well, Jason was better when he worked here in my... Per, like, that was just my opinion. Yeah. He doesn't work I, here anymore? No. Oh. No. Nice. That was... Uh, remember when Tony left uh-huh. and how that went? Uh-huh. This went worse. Really? Yeah. But um, his work fell off for a little bit. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being judgy because he doesn't work for me anymore. Yeah. But I think he's kind of back. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. It's never been horrible. Is he you still know? here? Yeah, he's right around the corner. He got a he opened a shop um, called Liberty Port on Forza Boulevard, and then like out across from the cemetery. Yeah. And then somebody told me he's moving because he's having issues with the landlord or whatever. But um, the way that he left was really weird because he was like super cool and respectful about it. Like he came by my other shop and he was like, "Hey man, I told you, I'd, you know, give you a good notice. I'm mm-hmm. a man of my word. January first, I'm out." Yeah. This was like middle of the summer. Yeah. Three weeks later, he was like, "Hey, next week." Is that cool? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. man, no problem. And then I guess I was supposed to get mad. Yeah. And he was mad that I wasn't mad or something. I don't, I'm guessing because yeah. I don't know. But it led to well, him he's, coming. He's just thinking you wanted him to get, go or something. I don't know. I mean, I did. Yeah. But like he was, he was, okay, he, 
he did good work. Yeah. He came in on time. He was nice to the clients and he made me money. Yeah. And he wasn't like, there's not, I didn't have a problem working with him, but he was also not a fun person to be around all the time. Like Mm -hmm. he was sometimes. Yeah. So I was like pretty neutral. I'm not like, I know I do like money and I would like a G wagon, but I'm cool with my E350. You know, it's not, I'm not that fucking greedy. So I think he just took it as an insult that I didn't try harder to keep him or something. We're still not sure what happened. Yeah. But long story short, uh, Pokey, a guy that he brought out to do a guest spot here, um, had already scheduled another guest spot and Jason was going to be here, but Jason decided to leave earlier. Mm-hmm. So I didn't call Pokey and go, hey, Pokey, since Jason's not going to be here, I can't let you work in my shop. I figured him and Pokey are cool. At the time, I was still cool with him. It just yeah. seemed like shit was weird. Every, yeah. It's always weird when people are leaving. But he heard that Pokey was coming and he freaked the fuck out, came over to the other shop broke my fucking door and screamed at me like I'm a little kid. And I was like, all right, little buddy, chill. And I, I like, you know, I don't handle pressure. Well, I said yeah. little buddy, which made him, it made it worse. I don't, yeah. that's just how I react to shit though. And then he ended up, I think because of the details of how a podcast work, I could get sued if I say that he did, but a person told me that he threatened their life multiple times and he visited their house and that person then moved to a different state because of it. Mm-hmm. Having absolutely nothing to do with me and Pokey. It had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It was just a person that we both knew. He was so mad at them for like, he wanted them to take sides. And he was like, dude, I'm out. Like, I like yeah. both of you. And and I, that's all I know because yeah. I wasn't there. But that being said, he was going through a weird time. He stressed the fuck out. He was yeah. losing his mind. And last I checked, we're cool with not being cool, if yeah. that makes it like like how I would hope me and Nick are. Like I have no yeah. problems with Nick. I think he thinks I'm crazy. I think he's a little crazy too. Yeah. We're both crazy. Who cares? You know, I think that's, I would definitely, if I had to go, if I saw Nick at Walmart, I would say what's up. If I saw Jason at Walmart, I would like walk the other direction. <laughs> There's a little, yeah. you know. There, but like the thing is that always happens when you sever ties unless mm-hmm. you make an effort for it not to. Like yeah. people don't take it's, leaving it's well. It's a totally weird thing. It doesn't make Something, sense. Like it, leaving here was a really odd yeah, it was next weird. Next year, yeah, and like that was the whole the thing. next year. It was about it was a solid year. Of yeah, weird, well, it, it took me like, over a year to, like, I've told a few people about that text I sent you. I was high as fuck for like three days before I could. I legitimately did. I still don't know what I'm supposed to think of everything that happened, and I don't know what you're wanting to or not wanting to say on here. And I don't want to like put you on the spot, but I mean, it's been so long it's that not, like, like I kind of just I don't know. I do. It's all brought on by like me. Yeah. I wish you would have handled it certain ways, but at the same time, what it all boils down to is what I did. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's no, I'm kind of how I feel. And I agree with you. And the thing is, it's like, if you would have said, hey, man, I got this problem, this and this and this, can you fix it? It would have been fixed. Right. But you shouldn't have had to do that. Right. Is the thing. And that's what it, every time when I'm like, want to blame you for how a thing, that all boils down to that. Yeah. And the same thing, I can look at it the other way. I was like, Okay, for me, it was a personal thing. And now, like, that's the weird thing. Like, I consider everybody that works with me like a friend, Mm -hmm. and I try not to, but it's really hard, especially with you and especially with Sarah. And, like, people, the longer I work with you, the more it's like, oh, that's my buddy. Like, like I can't, it's hard to work with you if I'm not your friend. It's hard to be your friend and be your boss. It's kind of, but I realized, and again, lots of weed and a lot of time before I could really know. It will make you soul search. It really does. But I was like, my thing was, I know 
Like, and I'm not, I don't want to fucking sound like a dick, but I would say, I think you fucked up more than I fucked up, which makes me feel a little better about it. I think so too. But the way that I handled it was based on emotion, not based on... What um, was the really confusing part is because you said I wasn't, like, you, you talked about how you took the phone away from me to trying to get me motivated to do it better but the night you took the phone away from me and I asked you if there's anything you need to talk about you told me you just needed the phone to book around some vacations and stuff of yours which was true but, but also wasn't. I had a problem with the way you were doing it right <laughs> and, and I didn't know how to tell you like I kind of picked up on it but right. you know like me I I need like blunt like yeah and that and I know that's like a hard thing to do also especially if you don't someone's your friend and you don't really know how they're going to take what you're going to say. Well, there's that. And then also like, okay, at the time I'd switched from text to website and I couldn't get you on board with the website idea. And I did say directly like, this is how I want to do it. I Mm -hmm. think this is better. And you had a valid argument for it. Like, well, everybody knows this and that's why we do both. But then when you do both, one person has to do it. Right. So if I can't get you to do the website, I have to do the phone because it has to be done. So I've, I still learning not to take over shit and and hold people's hand or do their job for them. And just to tell them directly, hey, this is how I want it done. I like you. I like the way you do shit. And I I respect your opinion, but I am in charge here and you have to do this or things aren't going to work out. That's not easy for anybody unless they're a dickhead. Like if you're a nice person, that's hard. And And that's why people that run businesses good are dicks. couldn't (laughs) handle that. Right. And me, I'm not that way. Like I can really handle some like – because for me, like – uh, I just like to know right. how people. I don't well, like to guess how people are. Is, is this how they're is, is like? Because because I have so much anxiety. I just I just <laughs> see think every, about everything. I see every to. person's side of it. Is yeah. it this or is it this? Is it me? Is it him? Maybe okay. Maybe it's this one. And then like that's just that's just how I yeah. do it. Well, the there's like there's multiple elements, and I don't want to like I don't want to talk about one of them specifically. But I will say the, like the one that was the worst is the one I was not able to prove at the time, so I didn't want to tell you. Yeah. That was the biggest one. Yeah. So it was like all this other stuff I think could be fixable. This I don't know how to fix because this seems like a huge problem. That part and I didn't really like. I didn't really realize how bad I made it look. Right. No, I I I got you. Like we've talked about. I mean, like it's... I really didn't realize how bad I made it look. Like when I wasn't writing down the the logouts at first, it didn't start out because I was taking any. It was because it started off because I was just being fucking lazy. Right. Like that literally literally like that has a progression in that short progression that I was here, which was only like four, three to four fucking months. And you did great for like half it just, of it or like, more. <laughs> there was like something happened where I just just I don't know. Like it yeah. just, uh, it went from like wanting to do the job to thinking like I just had it and just didn't yeah. have to do anything Which, extra. And or... that's like complacency in all jobs, but especially in the tattoo mm-hmm. field, like even in management of the tattoo field. Like, okay, we had a complaint the other day. It was a total fucking misunderstanding on pricing. It was mm-hmm. like, I would go as far as to say it was nobody's fault, but it definitely wasn't the artist's fault. Yeah. Um, so they, they thought they paid $100 more than they had originally been quoted. There was a miscommunication. That's It's like I went over like, okay, so she said this when she booked it and then charged you this and this and this. We talked about everything. It was $100 off. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so you really did believe you were paying 250 and you paid 350 mm-hmm. and And you didn't want to speak up at the time because you didn't want to feel rude. And it was like the tattoo had just got done. You like the tattoo. So most of our problems are gone. You got a good tattoo. Mm-hmm. 
And they probably You're would have paid three fifty, but it's but the they wanted to get that, quoted correct. Yeah. yeah, and I think they were quoted correct, but I don't know. Yeah, and we like nobody really knows. Like you could okay, I'm not gonna say which artist, but if it was me, I would say no. I'm sure I told them three fifty, mm-hmm. but am I really sure? Yeah. So I just gave them a hundred bucks, and yeah. we're cool. And they were like, and the thing is, so they they made a bad review, and I didn't pay them off to get rid of the bad review, but I wanted to handle it and fix the problem, yeah. and I. I mean, also, reviews now aren't reviews. It was a recommendation. Yeah. So it doesn't actually hurt your... They took away the star rating, I guess. I don't fucking know what's really? happening. On Facebook, it's that. weird. That's... So you still have a star rating if you had one before, but new things don't apply or something. It's some uh, weird I haven't even shit. looked into that yet. Don't. <laughs> Just focus Damn. on Google. Google and Instagram is all you need. But the point is, like, I called them, had them come to the shop, looked at their tattoo, talked to them, figured out what was wrong, and, and gave them a $100 so a partial refund. Mm-hmm. And most shop owners I know, and I'm not trying to boast, I'm saying like this is what I think we should all be doing. Most shop owners I know would be like, well, fuck them. They fucking misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And that's, okay, that's complacency. You go, if I, that's one person, who cares? Well, that mm-hmm. one person tells 50. And then each of those 50 tell 50. In two weeks, you got the whole fucking city thinking you're a dick. Like, and because of a little misunderstanding yeah. over $100 that won't fucking hurt either one of you that bad. Yeah. But it, and also it hurts them more than it would hurt a yeah. tattoo shop. Like I can give them $100. I don't even notice a week later. To some people, $100 is a shitload of money. But when it comes it out take, of the business account. it takes people a week. Or yeah. So to make an yeah. extra $100. Right. So, you know what I mean? And I think almost all of us fucking forget that when we're pricing mm-hmm. tattoos. Like yeah. I, I, I try real hard not to. But, like, the thing is, it's, like, if the guy down the road charges 15 for what you charge 8 for, like, what are you supposed to do? Charge fucking 8 forever while he's ripping people off? Exactly. Or, like, if your work's better, charge That's what I've been charges. telling like, Mike this whole time. I was like, hey, man, don't charge that for that. Brad's down the street charging this for that. You got to at least charge what he's charging. Man. Right. Because the thing is that those people don't want to pay your price. They're just going to go down the street and get told the same price again. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want people that's going to be bargain shopping. Right. But, but you don't want to be scalping people either. No. But like. Can we say scalping still? <laughs> no, like the Redskins aren't a thing. I don't know oh, what the rules now are. Oh, you brought in Redskins. Yeah. I was talking oh, about ripping shit. people off for money. You're the one that made it race. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I think that would be scamming, not scalping. Scalping tickets. What? Where does that come from? It better not be a Native American lineage. That's fucked up, know. man. My one sixteenth of me is oppressed as fuck, oh. dog. No, dude. I did. I tell you. I didn't. Why would I tell you? Uh, Ancestry.com. I did that shit where you spit in the tube. Mm. Okay. I have a degree of Indian blood card, and I go to the Indian hospital, and like mm. my grandma is fucking brown, brown. I'm apparently like. Almost no Native American and I live in Oklahoma. Yeah. Like it's real weird. The low, like it's so you just with that you go unknown. Like whatever's accounted for is like for sure. And then anything unknown we're assuming is Cherokee. I don't know though. But um it was fucking bonkers finding out that like I, I then learned you can have ninety percent your dad's genetics. You like your your lineage, like let's say your dad's a straight up Viking and your mom's uh, Vietnamese, mm-hmm. um, you could be like eighty percent fucking Viking. Oh, really? I thought it would have to be fifty fifty, and that then now I apply that to my plants when I make new babies out of them. I go, oh, yeah. and like, who has the stronger genetics? Who's gonna win? Um, I was trying to explain that to Brylin, and she was like, "So what are you doing?" And I was like, "This is the mommy, <laughs> and this is the daddy, and they're gonna have a baby." Like you know how when you have babies that like they got like mom's skin tone and dad's eyes. Yeah, I'm trying to make flowers like that. And then daddy's going to be high as fuck. I didn't say that part. But um, she told her cousin the other day, like, you know how my family is. Yeah. She told her cousin the other day, my parents smoke weed, but don't tell your mom. 
<laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's like cute, but also a problem. Um, that's so funny, you and Brandy now. Yeah, super, super stoners if we can. So it's mostly, very necessary. yeah, but due to <laughs> convenience factors, I mostly am just eating edibles now. Yeah. Like, like Oklahoma has some good edibles, dude. Yeah, I've had a Zena. I still talk to Zena. Oh, yeah, she lives in a lot, right? Last, I, so more times than not, edibles have, like, pushed me past my limit. Yeah. Um, last time she brought in this, like, bag of peach rings, and she had a few out of it. She's like, here, eat the rest. Oh, no. And so I ate half the bag, and I go home. I was going to give Emily half the bag, and those motherfuckers were good. <laughs> and it's been about half an hour, and I eat that bag, and I finish it off. Oh no! But it's like it's only like it said 100 milligrams in the whole bag. Okay, like, that's oh. not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't bad. Well, no, I mean but, it is, but it's, yeah. you're not, you're going to be fine two days later. Like, oh, if you I, eat, I was fine like four hours. If later, you eat but... 5,000 milligrams, you can be high for like two days. No, it's fucking I crazy. I know guys that do. No, I don't. I know I, guys that I do. believe it, but <laughs> no. I eat like and, 10 to 50. But like I finish off half the bag, and then 30 minutes, like, and I go immediately go to the living room, sit down, and I'm already feeling that first half. I'm like. Fuck, I should not have finished off that bag. Yeah. Because usually edible, like, so usually edibles don't hit me for an hour and a half or so. But when they do really fuck me up, it's within 30 minutes to 45 minutes I'm feeling it. And so I started feeling these after 30 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> man. And you're just feeling the first one. There's like 20 yeah, in Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then we go, we meet this lady at the storage unit to pick up this kitchen table. And I'm, I'm about to... I'm about to rip like it, it's bad <laughs> and she closes it she she gets in she closes the storage unit door gets in her car and as soon as she makes a corner I'll just puke up everything oh no and then she like forget something and she comes back and I'm like <laughs> like I'm sorry I don't feel well <laughs> uh, but that was a that was the last time I've had like a spiritual soul yeah. sort of thing with then well so what I've learned is if you take an edible Usually, so most edibles, I'm assuming, are like the base of them is probably hybrid or indica, not sativa. But if you take a sativa edible in the morning, you're not going to feel the same kind of high. You'll just feel good. Yeah. And then if you take, uh, if you smoke like a sativa, like flower, or use like a vape pen or mm. something, and then you take an edible, you get the sativa mind effect with the fucking heavy indica, like I want to go to sleep. Yeah. And that's when you start going, okay. That one time, dude, I one time I made a joke that came out wrong and it sounded like I was like joking about rape. And there's like very few things I don't joke about, but that's yeah. definitely one of them. Um, and like I'll replay that shit. It was like five fucking years ago. And it just the thing I said came out wrong. And I'll replay it fucking 500 times and be there's, like, I hope they all forgave me. I hope so they know many, I'm okay. There's, there's so <laughs> many things I replay back in my head. I'm like, oh, I can't believe. Yeah. I said that shit. Well, I and that's what that that's shit. where like I, that's why I I try to get everybody I can that's an adult that's healthy to fucking try weed. Like I thought people just wanted me to smoke weed because they would make like a thing where we do that together. Or that, but these people want you to smoke weed because weed's fucking great. Yeah. Like I also think of it's like like I've kind of noticed I don't really click with people that I don't smoke with. Right. And like it goes back down to like the Indians. Like yeah, just sit around and like smoke I don't that know. piece by yeah, like, it's the just, old puff. <laughs> it's just what what we do. Yeah, you know, and like that's what you know, like like how many like I me and Nick shared have smoked countless times together. Yeah, but like us and Mike, eh, not so much. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I don't think I would ever want to smoke with Mike. Like I, he's all right. He's better high. I I feel like he's better high. I mean, when he's he's, he's honestly. 
ever since we had this like big knockout drag out fight cool. with Stone, I had no complaints yeah. about not even about his music and all that. Maybe maybe that fight just had me just after that fight, I had the mentality of like, I'm leaving this place. Yeah. I'm going to stay here while I can, but I'm leaving. I think when you don't feel like you have to come back tomorrow, everything's more objective. You can look at things for what they are. When, mm-hmm. Like when you know I'm working with this motherfucker for at least another year mm-hmm. and there's no options, yeah. you you see all the problems. And when you know I might not see this guy for six months, you're like, oh, you know what? That's not yeah. the It's music. Yeah. It's he's yeah. this. Yeah. And that's like for me, like Mike was a fucking weird one because like I got along with him really well and then I didn't and then I did. And then like if Holly would stay the fuck out of the shop, Mike and I were cool. Everything was cool all the time. He's and a it, big crybaby with the music, man. <laughs> the one, you know, his biggest complaint about working at Avenue was the music. Because we listen to like brand new and shit. No, because all you did was listen to Blink One Eighty Two. Which actually, I put it on Blink One Eighty Two Radio on Pandora, which has a variety. I like. <laughs> I, I've asked Nick. I was like, was the music really that bad, or was I just not thinking? No, like Nick. I let Nick Nick pick the music. Uh, yeah. So what? When Nick was there, uh, he would always get there a little after Mike, um, so I couldn't do it every day. But on the days that that I could. I would have Nick pick every other. I would try to alternate. I pick music, you pick music. He turned me on to so much cool shit. Like, so I already liked like brand new and uh, and Taking Back Sunday and shit. And he like took me just a little off that path to like Taking Back or I'm sorry, uh, uh, like Alkaline Trio mm-hmm. and uh, Gaslight Anthem and shit like that. That's like kind of punk pop something. Yeah. And then that leads to another thing and another thing. And like, also, what happened to uh fucking uh? It hurts to be dead. Kevin decided that he wanted multiple wives and boyfriends and he could barely go to practice and didn't mm-hmm. want to practice, didn't want to play, was stealing money from the band, didn't want, didn't want to practice, play with them, but wanted to start a new project with someone else. Right. And then that's when they were just like, fuck all this. So is Sean, is Sean and Nick are still cool? Sean, Nick, and they started another band. But it was like called like Jet Black something. Yeah, or... Jet Black Sleeper. Yeah. I haven't really heard of him. I'm still kind of bummed out about it. it hurts to be dead. Yeah, that's I, dude. I so right before they broke up, I actually sent one of my clients to an hurts to be dead show. It was he's an army guy, and he was. I I referred people to their music all yeah. the time, especially once they were like where you could actually download it somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, and he was like, so do they do any shows around here? And I was like, yeah, it's like an hour away. Like, are you allowed to leave the state? And he was like, yeah, I can go wherever the fuck I want as long as I'm back tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, all right, go to Wichita Falls. Like, they're like, just follow the thing. They'll be playing in the next six weeks. They play all the time. Yeah. And he like fell in love with them. He was, mm-hmm. And then he got tattooed by me like six months after that. And he was like, dude, what happened to that band, man? <laughs> and I was like, shit, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> and then uh, I looked, I just went to their Instagram and I was like, fuck. That sucks. Like, because yeah. that was, I really, like, were, I feel like they could have gone really they, far. They had that sound that. that Irreplaceable sound. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That it's not that, oh, this is another band. Like, when you go and listen to them either on the radio or live, they have that sound yeah. that you just can't create. Yeah. A, I remember again. the first time I saw them, like, I felt so fucking weird because I was like, dude, I never fuck it. Like, I knew You're Nick. Like, am Nick, I biased? Yeah. Or, I knew yeah. Nick wasn't going to suck. Yeah. But I went in there. Exactly. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is, it's just because I know these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, I got the chills fucking watching. Yeah. And then, like, I didn't see Nick after because he was like, Dylan with fucking trying to hide from all the crazy people that want to suck his dick, which is a great thing about punk rock bands. And uh, I just shot him a text and I was like, dude, I was fucking blown away. And I don't. I think he thought I wasn't being genuine. I think he's like so humble. He doesn't know it's like it was so yeah. fucking good, dude. Like them, and then uh, when they did a show with the Fuss, the Fuss was really cool. Yeah. 
I think the fuss broke the up. Fuss is cool. And now it's like Vandaliers is one of the guys oh, from the fuss or something. Know. I know yeah. they have a song about it hurts to be dead. Oh yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but I yeah, it sucked to see that they broke up. I was like, fuck. I hope that the thing with it, you know, it didn't really suck initially to me. I know it's all about me. <laughs> it is all about you. But, <laughs> like, the longer it goes, the more I'm like, damn. Yeah, because like, I could have been, like. Oliver can't go listen to their concert yeah. anymore. Like. Yeah. Like, it's. I can't take Oliver to go listen to Nick's band play. And, yeah, there's weird know, shit like uh-huh. that. Like, damn. Yeah. It's. There's a lot of stuff where, like, okay, I probably wouldn't have brought my kids to see Nick's band at any point because it, there's not a good, like. Well, they've seen him at the Impact. Yeah, no, but I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, after right, Nick right. not working here, like, it would have been really weird. Yeah, it so, would have been, for sure. I don't know, like, if, but if they got to a stadium level where they're playing, like, an amphitheater in Dallas or something, we can go sit on the grass, they're not going to fucking see us. Yeah. And then I can say, hey, that guy, he, like, he used to work with me, and he was playing, like, at this level back then, and it took this long for people to fucking hear about it. Uh-huh. And I think it would be inspiring. And I think that would have happened had they stayed together and everything. But that's how bands yeah. work. They never Remember stayed Remember when right before Nick left here, they were doing that big recording mm-hmm. and all that? So apparently Kevin was supposed to pay for all that. Kevin borrowed money from all his family to do get it. Oh shit! And halfway paid, like just paid the deposit for all that shit, and then spent all the rest of the money, and then like started a GoFundMe to pay for it, and then they just like like those people have like produced like big name people. Yeah, like, yeah. That 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 was their thing, and then he just trashed. That that was like pretty much where their progression of what could be just ended. Is, yeah. Is then. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you you can never see it right now, but mm-hmm. if you look back at every relationship, business or otherwise, you can go, "Oh, that's when we fucked it up." Like with everything. Um, yeah. That, like there's like there's not always one moment. Kevin's alcohol. He's an alcoholic, and that's just well. Yeah. So is Sean, but Sean's per- is a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> Sean functions very well. He's a functioning yeah. alcoholic, and uh, you know, Nick's the sober one, and which he is just, weird. <laughs> which like to be like. To be like a trio of anything and to not be the alcoholic and there's two of them that are. Yeah, you're a babysitter Would now. be a really like annoying fucking thing mm-hmm. to make sure like, all right, you show up to practice and great. Both my fucking bandmates are drunk. And <laughs> well, that was. I don't think that's ever happened, but yeah, like. Uh, it could be bad. I think it happened with Kevin, but not with Sean. Sean well, no, it did happen. I remember him telling me like. He was like, dude, like, I know I'm never on time either, but Kevin was, like, three hours late and mm-hmm. shit-faced. I don't know details. But, I just when, but before it ended, now Kevin wanted it earlier. He wanted it. They, like he at wanted, four or something? He wanted, <laughs> like, seven or eight. <laughs> okay, I was like, how early can you start band practice? And Nick's like, like, like well, I would have to leave work early because right. Nick can't go from work to band practice. He's got to, like, go from work <laughs> to home yeah. and then from home to band. Nick has some weird well, things. Well, from home to the store and then from the, like, yeah. his... He he reminds me of my friend Josh. My friend Josh is when when his on his way thing means that like he's about to get dressed. Yeah, yeah. He's I that gotta was stop at the store and get cigarettes and get a drink. That his... was like the only thing Nick and I really butted heads on ever. Though yeah. it was like it was like okay, so should I tell you to come in at eleven so that you're here at twelve thirty? Yeah. <laughs> but then he'll know why I'm doing it. Yeah, so exactly. come at fucking two. But it was like everything else was so good. Like how am I supposed to like not yeah. let that one thing slide? And uh, now my only, like, real major, like, I still, I try really hard not to be a fucking dickhead. Yeah. It's hard. So here's where I'm at with how I'm, this is the one thing I'm picky about. The sh- well, two. The shop needs to be clean anytime that we're open. Yeah. 
If we're closed and you come in on a Sunday and you have it like nobody's clean, your room's a fucking mess, and you come in on Monday to clean for Tuesday and it's one appointment with your friend, I don't even give a fuck. But if people can come in and get a first impression that's bad, mm-hmm. that's a problem. And then business hours on the sign, if there's if we're not here during those business hours, there has to be a sign put over them. Mm-hmm. And I would like to know, but if I'm out of town and you guys make an executive decision to leave an hour early, which is very rare. Just put a sign up, post it on Facebook. I don't even care. But like if somebody comes here and there's no acknowledgement why we're not here at eight and we close at nine, I hate that as a consumer. So I don't want that happening to my business. Right. But other than that, I'm like, everybody here is like super friendly, super safe, treats everybody nice. There's no like I really don't have anything to regulate. And I think it's to a point where they're like, well, Andrew's not really being like a boss. He's just kind of showing up every now and then and saying hi. And I'm like, yeah, because you guys are doing like. Yeah. Sounds like a. I don't want to punish that's them for doing well, but that's be. that's how I think it should be. I think mm-hmm. it works great. Like I remember once you told me that Stone said the shop runs itself, and you like took that as a weird thing. Like he could just disappear, and you're like, well, then he should go on vacation though. Mm-hmm. I I like the idea of it actually happening, mm-hmm. and at the same time, I'm aware there's always going to be a problem only yeah. I can fix. The thing is, he had four <laughs> four artists that. He could literally take a month off yeah. and everything would have been ran the exact same way. And if he, he did, gone. he'd probably appreciate everything a lot and change a lot. About... Does he smoke weed? Uh, No. Okay. Here's what I'm going to be a doctor for a minute. If I were Stone's doctor, I would say, let's get you off of any medication you are on that's not weed, that's not necessary. Uh, and then some schizophrenia. I'm medicine. sure he is. Eat clean for 10 days and we're going to fucking drink ayahuasca in a fucking teepee. At the wildlife refuge. And then you're not going to be able to see your phone for 24 hours. You don't like Stone that much. I do. I like everybody that much. I smoke a lot of weed. You haven't been around him him enough. Okay, so I've had... Go look at his Facebook. No, I'm good. So I've had the weirdest... I, I still don't know what it is about me, but I'm trying to take it as a compliment, but I'm pretty sure it's something wrong with me. But when when I have somebody working for me that doesn't work for me anymore, there's like... Not a lot of options besides super hate. I know people yeah. that don't like their old boss, but I've had more fucking death threats than anybody I know. And I have, I don't think I've done anything to earn it, but clearly yeah. I had to do something or I wouldn't get that many. <laughs> like there's two sides to it. I, I, yeah. The thing is I'm objective enough to know there's something I don't know yeah. that I'm doing that pisses people off. I have this thing with jobs. <laughs> the thing Just, is that's, that's what I leave like. I stayed with Stone for two and a half years, which yeah. is the longest I've ever stayed somewhere. And I literally only stayed there where somewhere because of my insecurity of that my job thing. I'm always right. I'm always fucking shifting. Shit. Right. And now you have a kid, so the job thing is scary. Yeah. Right. Like it used to be like, oh I'll fucking Yeah, do fuck whatever it. I gotta worst, do. Worst, yeah. worst case I can figure out and now I'm like Right. Ugh. Now you're like there's three and of I have us. a lot more bills now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it goes up, doesn't it? Man. I still I have so many. Every time I'm like, Oh, I got rid of this car, I'm free yeah. and I'm just like, you know what? I freed up some freed up some debt over here, maybe I now I can buy this one. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would I would put all the new debt into your shop. I would put any any new things you're doing that cost you money, yeah. all just all in on the shop. Your kid won't remember eating only mac and cheese for two years. Mac and cheese and hot dogs, you'd be that's fine. Yeah, I was, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the financial thing. Okay, if you're if you're going through some weird financial struggles when your kid's 14, it's it's, it's very very yeah. obvious. They'll mm-hmm. know. That doesn't mean like you'll probably look at it the same way I think I would look at it. Like let's say we had a year where I'm like, dude, this shit's not working. We got to kind of revamp everything. Put all yeah. our money into this. We're gonna have to like strap it up real tight and spend nothing. 
my kids would notice that and I would feel like they were missing something. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sure just like everything else in 20 years, we could look back at it and be like, dude, that's probably the best year of his life. He learned a lot of shit. Yeah. He, he understands we're all flawed. Nothing's perfect. You got to do what you got to do to fucking get shit done. And there's going to be phases. Cause I've been broke fucking three times, like broke, broke. Yeah. And then I've had money and then I've been broke. And, then I, and it's like, I opened this shop broke as fuck yeah. for a, like, until we were open for two weeks. And yeah. then I was like, holy shit, I can pay off everything. Yeah. Um, and then when I was in Wichita Falls, I was broke for a while. And then to get into Wichita Falls, like I had to go through a broke phase to get enough money to fucking, it's a thing. Yeah. And it's like, I, I keep on telling myself that when like, cause like my sister and Nick have been doubting like opening this shop. Yeah. Fucking from that hasn't had no offense to your to sister, I but know. she if it's not the way she does it, she's not gonna think it's gonna work. So just let make it work. Well, I just stopped <laughs> talking to her about it. Okay. I, I talked to her about it for a little bit, and once she told me that I'm not gonna make any, I, she, she her word for word, I'm not gonna get any tattoo money from P two. That's a. Dumb statement. And like, and the like, thing I don't is think I, I don't think people are gonna go to P two to have no, some chili cheese fries but, and walk across the street but now, the, but, but they'll know. If I get a nice storefront, mm -hmm. people, everybody that goes to P two is like, oh, there's a new tattoo shop across yep. the street. What? There's not the, the biggest thing is in Wichita Falls and Lawton. It's the same thing. They're fed up with most of the options mm -hmm. they have. There's one or two good options. Yep. If they're not going there, if they want to try the new option. Mm -hmm. They'll come check it out. If you have a portfolio, yep. your shop looks nice, and somebody says hello. You're in. And like, that's, that's what, all you need. like, I really, really didn't want to partner, but Dana's got money and she's really, really on top of branding right. and Facebook, which is something that I, most of the time, don't give a fuck about. I don't know. Right. Like, I, well, when you did the fucking tattoo royalty thing, you were fucking killing that. For a hot minute. And, and it, I mean, you got from nothing to like. 15, 16, 20 something thousand. I don't know what. I mean, it was like 40,000. Oh, was it? Oh, <laughs> shit. Do you but still like, have it? No. It oh, got deactivated because of inactivity. Oh, my God. Yeah. You could have sold it to me. I could have done, I could have just gave it to somebody. I would have put yeah. weed on it. <laughs> I, I have done a weed page. Something, man. <laughs> I have a weed it page was... that has a lot, like, I think it's like 2,500 followers just Damn. for me fucking around taking pictures of bonsai trees. <laughs> like, it's. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. But, like, I really just, I don't know. I kind of just want how to have residual money and race cars. Right. Like that's what I want my retirement. So to you said you had some questions about opening a shop. We haven't got to that at all. Yeah. Except for I don't know anything about the fucking uh, code compliance with the wheelchair ramps and shit. Yeah, I just been so, having a lot of doubt of putting money into a fucking building that I'm not owning. Uh, you don't want to own it. commercial real estate. No, <laughs> like, that's the thing. Bring, but bring, come closer to that mic. But there. the thing is. Um, like, I don't know. I've been I've been looking for a place to open a tattoo shop since two months after open working right. for Stone. Which is like you know. when you first told me, I was like, "That's crazy." He's been tattooing like an hour, but mm -hmm. now I mean, you know I what it is. I still don't think I'm fucking ready. I don't as far as never tattooing ready. It's just like having a kid. But that's why. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, Danny is great. With right. She's one. Of, she, I I personally think she's the best cover up artist in town. I've seen some of her work. She I, does. She she's she's covered up fucking old English on stomachs yeah. twice. She tattooed. It was little too. It was like this big something. Uh, there's a coffee shop across from Starbucks. I went through that coffee shop drive-through. I saw the tattoo. I was like, "Holy shit! Who did that tattoo?" I was like, "I'm yeah. gonna hire this person right yeah. now." Um, her her watercolor. I know it's just watercolor, but no, her watercolor so cool. yeah. is on a level. Yeah. And the thing is, Stone thinks he's on the same level as her. 
when he does when he does watercolor, he does blacks, browns, and greens. It makes you look like fucking camouflage. Right. And he what's well, this he, he steals clients from her. He tells people when she's out of town and he, he and they come in asking for her. He's like, well, I don't know when Danny's gonna come back. Let's let's. Would well, you need it now? And like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Holy shit! Yeah, that's not good. No. So when when you guys get the the lease signed. If you can figure out for sure you'll have a way to be compliant, I would just start advertising like coming soon. Do what I did here. Remember I did a share contest on Facebook, mm-hmm. yeah. like win a half day. I'm going to do share contests. Uh, everybody that comes in is going to be writing a fucking review on right. our place, a recommendation. Now, right. Well, no, you still have a review on Google, which um, is more important We're going to have all kinds of merch. We got, a, you know, my friend Amy, that was yeah. Karma, she's going to help. And the thing is, Danny has a degree in textile designs and shit. Oh, cool. So she's like, right now I'm in charge of all the the construction-wise. Right. And when it comes to designing and art thing, I don't want nothing to do with it. So, yeah, if I it was up to me, it'd be a white box with a gray exactly floor. Exactly. <laughs> to me, I was like... Danny's like, well, what are you thinking? I was like, everything black. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see shit. Yeah, Tie shop's like, cool, but you can't see yeah, shit. She's like, eh, I don't like that. And I was like, black you ceiling. A- I was like, well, you just asked me what I wanted, and like, so, I, I don't care. Black ceiling. And a woman right. is going to design the place way right. better than I'm going to. For sure. Um, um, so with the the review thing, Google's still a thing. I don't know mm-hmm. if Yelp's popular in Wichita Falls, but it's not really that big of a deal here anymore. But if you focus on Google reviews. And with the merch, with the chick from Karma, can you guys work out a deal where it's almost like consignment? Like she makes money off the merch and you don't have to front money for She's just going to help help me design it and stuff. They don't make T-shirts anymore. They used to. But then they she started this online T-shirt mm-hmm. thing where she just designs T-shirts and sells them, and she got too busy. And it's almost like drop shipping, like somebody else prints it and ships it. You mm-hmm. just okay. She, she got too busy. So, so as far as printing goes, um, Affinity Graphics they're out of Lawton. You know they uh, came. Affinity the lady, I forgot who it is it. It was a chick. She came in and she pitched her, and I was like, oh, Affinity, like that sounds yeah, really it's, fucking it's, familiar. Yeah, I know. Like, you know Andrew Patterson. We went through that, uh, and then Stone was actually gonna. Like, spend a lot of money, and she took her notes and everything, never heard of her since. She came came to Wichita Falls to kind of pitch her. Well, that was, they asked me about, like, different areas, and I was like, man, I know in Wichita Falls there's the uh, Deviant, Digital Deviants or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then there's, I thought Karma was still printing there. And other than that, I don't know of anything, so I'm sure there's, like, a hole in the market. And I said, I would just hit tattoo shops because that's what I know. I don't know what to tell you otherwise. And... They said they were going to pitch stuff. I don't, so do you know, did you get the girl's name? No. Shit. Uh-uh. Do you know what she's driving? No. Was it a Buick? Does it sound, like, does it sound right? I don't know. <laughs> All right. It well, was, I'll, I'll tell you. anyway. She had, like, brown hair. Yeah, that doesn't air That's it down it. much. <laughs> did she have tattoos by me? I don't think you so. You would know. Okay, so I was going to say, if it was Katrina, you for sure would have got a follow through. She's like, yeah, as close to perfect, I didn't like, see robotic any. shit. I'm as, pretty good at spotting your shit yeah. when it walks Oh, in. yeah, this was definitely, like, Andrew tattoos mm. all over her fucking arm. So, oh, okay. Um, that's weird then. But, yeah, I'll, I'll tell them that anyway. Just But either way, like, if yeah. so I'm not, like, okay, full disclosure, my cousin owns it. Mm-hmm. I like them. I do business with them. I pay full price. They pay full price for tattoos. We're not, yeah. like. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Okay. So, well, anybody listening, I just don't no. want people to be like, oh, he's just, but they are actually right. good, and I'll vouch for their work. But also, I can't find a place that I think can beat their price and doesn't suck. There's places yeah. that suck that'll tell you two weeks and it's eight. Yeah. There's places that just the quality's bad. But as far as like follow through and consistency, like they're really good. So if you need a place to print shirts, 
I would recommend them. Yeah. And then you might even be able to work out some kind of deal where it's like, hey, if I can get you the P2 account or if I can get you the, the fucking whatever other account. Because mostly what they do is big accounts. Yeah. Like they do like Goodyear and shit. Oh, yeah. Um, but they do, they'll do everything. And then right. they have the one where you can, now they have a thing, I forgot what it's called. It's like Express or something that's next to their regular one. But you can walk in and get a shirt printed in like 30 minutes. Like at the mall. Like um, just one design. Cool. Yeah. It's just like it's kind of for one shirt you're going to pay like way more than you would if you bulk ordered obviously. But um, yeah, as far as marketing and stuff goes, like I think the things that worked before still fucking work. Mm. And I think people really appreciate things like flyers now just because it feels – I know mm. it sounds like a waste yeah. to some people. And it, it can be. Yeah. But like how much you're wasting? 80 bucks? Yeah. Like, waste 80 bucks, you know Well, what like, I mean? with, with, I was talking to Amy about because Amy was, like, wanting to buy a building to rent out to yeah. me because she's been on a freaking business buying spree, <laughs> man. She's, they're, they're fucking killing it. Um, But that's, she, you know, she was talking to me about, like, karma. She was hmm. just, she was, you can't just print out one T-shirt and one design. Right. You, you have to, if you come up with new designs and you start branding yourself because people start buying new shirts. Like the Karma ones. Mm-hmm. Like that Get It Girl thing. I see those all the fucking time, dude. Mm-hmm. Like to a point that There's I'm almost annoyed but impressed. There's even more that's not even Karma that's right. floating around. She's just, yeah. she's just been killing it. But if you did like, okay, what I always do is just for financial reasons and because I can't sell shit to save my life, I just give it to everyone. I just go, ah, yeah. oh, here you go. Um, I usually do one design at a time because that's not the goal yeah but if you had three and and they expire and then you do a, a small round of these if once you get to a point where people want your shirts mm-hmm. you go okay here's a danny one here's a thomas one here's mm-hmm. a nick one what and eventually people fucking get into that yeah. shit. we tried to do that here it's just like it's a pain in the ass and it's yeah. like a thousand bucks do a big run and then you sell half of them yeah but i am getting uh sales tax stuff set up soon so we can like legitimately above board properly sell them with sales tax right. and not have to because like I mean, you can get away with selling the occasional one yeah. for 20 bucks, but you don't want a display rack up there and be like, oh, shit, you're going to catch some fines. Yeah. So um, I just, just filed for the first step of that. There's a few things yeah. um, and everything's well, slow Well, I plan right on now. doing a bunch of giveaways. Yeah. Like, that's something Stone didn't really want to do because he didn't really – he didn't even want to like – sorry, I forgot. My mom was expecting my kid to come over. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um. But yeah, you could you could do giveaways and shit like that. But the thing is, like, I wish Instagram had like a full blown just share button. Like, there's like a share to your story button, and it's getting a little easier. But if you did it right, you could do like flash things where you just give away a T-shirt, and mm-hmm. you say, "Hey, six hours yeah. share contest. It's a limit." People go, "Oh shit, let me get on it right yeah. now," and then and then every now and then throw a tattoo in or yeah. throw a TV. I mean, dude, you can buy a fucking fifty something inch TV for five hundred bucks. And make it a really big deal. I mean, make it a yeah. huge. You can't sell tickets. Apparently, they get weird about that. I've gotten in trouble a few times for trying to yeah, do different raffles. Yeah, you can raffles. do. <laughs> you can do every five dollars spent on this as yeah. an entry to this. Yeah, like when you buy a T-shirt or a tattoo, you get a ticket. If you get a tattoo over five hundred, you get five tickets or a ticket per hundred. I mean, yeah. there's a million ways you can do that shit to get people to just talk about it. Yeah. And then you can go across the street to P two uh, on your day off and like. This is the fucking funniest marketing scheme I've ever seen tattoo artists do. But I know guys that legitimately just go to bars. They don't mind tattooing drunk people. That's the downside. Mm-hmm. They go to bars and they go, oh, I own a shop, man. It's right down the road. Let's go right now. And yeah. they'll get people and bring them. Yeah. But that's – you're preying on drunk people. Don't do that. Yeah. But, like, you're a likable guy. You're very outgoing when you're high. So get high as fuck. 
Get some good sativa in you. Go yeah. in there, fucking talk to people, and like just be like, oh yeah, just open up across the street. Like, well, I plan you know. on being like a part of downtown. Like, I used yeah. to work at a couple of restaurants downtown. Yeah. I'm still in with. I like, I still go to Highlander and bullshit with right. the owner. He's he's been helping me a lot on this too. And and those are the those are mm-hmm. the guys that can help you the most because mm-hmm. it's like, you know how often waiters and waitresses get asked where do you get your tattoos? Mm-hmm. Like, and you already know tattoo fucking mm-hmm. Britney, tattoo people like that, like that mm-hmm. see a lot of people. Emily, um, all the time. Yeah. That's your yeah. work. <laughs> My bad. So just, if she still leave. doesn't hate me, I can finish her fucking arm. I don't know. Like, uh, she still hates you for okay, some reason. Okay, cool. I keep telling, like, I, I explained <laughs> to her exactly how I did. Like, I don't know. Danny did another snowflake, right? Yeah. Because yeah, they had a blank spot right, right there. And she made it. It blends in fucking perfectly. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what all was left. Danny, but... like, Danny's black and gray is, like, in the same category as yours, in my opinion. Um, not too realistic, perfectly mm-hmm. looking, but, like, holds the realistic uh, light sources It and looks stuff. good enough you can call it realistic, but it has something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's like... Like, Mike's black and gray, he, if he doesn't know how to do this spot, he just makes it smooth. Or he right. just... Or just uh, he draws his own. Uh, well, this is how I do teeth. To, yeah. You know. Or this is how I do eyes. This is well, how I do eyebrows, and all his eyebrows look alike. And all his, or not necessarily his eyebrows, but yeah. certain parts of different tattoos. The only tattoos he really makes look realistic is roses, but then he puts a hard outline around them. And, and then this to hold it together, because yeah. that's how that works. Because tattoos uh, need outlines, bro. Well, that's the thing. Like, it, there's a lot of actual science that we can look at now. To say tattoos need walls. They don't necessarily have to be in line form. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but you can just look at, I mean, I still have some tattoos that I'm looking at that I'm like, how the fuck is that holding together? That I just, it's I mean, that weird. one, Brian's portrait. Oh, yeah, that shit holds up. I, I dropped a sink right here. I mean, even this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, in there. This stuff. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all. I, see, now all I feel like I've progressed pretty, a little pre, bit. <laughs> it's all aged pretty well, yeah, too. Yeah, it's all there. You know, I really like the $100 thing. That's, yeah, that's fun. I get a lot of, a lot on that one um, still. But with, okay, so you got you got Danny, and I'm, I feel like everybody is probably on board with the idea of like, hey, let's find a few people mm-hmm. Danny and hook them up. Nick's, well, Nick, Nick hasn't, Nick talks about his. My my favorite tattoo is the only one I did for free. Blah blah blah, and like, and you didn't do, more do a free? free one after that, did you? Right. Like, what tattoo did you do? That like, blue skull, skull and crossbow thing you did at Avenue on the back of this kid's calf that he's bitching about the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I like. I the like thing doing is, stuff. I that... agree with Nick. At a certain part of your career, you should not be doing free stuff. I guess. I disagree. <laughs> but. But if you're not going to be doing free stuff, you need to be doing stuff that you want to do. Right. And the only way to do that is to either start them for free or have the clientele to build the yeah. clientele and you're not doing any of it. So here's the – like this is all me going back over how I've done it and what I've done wrong mostly. Mm-hmm. But here's the, the format I tell people that are new to tattooing on how I think you should get your creative juices out. Do tattoos for free – until you can't afford to do tattoos for free because you're so busy you can't do them. Right. And then when somebody cancels, have a list of people that you can do for a discount. Mm-hmm. And if none of those people are available, you're not too good for a free tattoo. Right. Like my thing is I feel like when you say you got to get paid for everything you do, mm-hmm. that's saying that you think that you're better than somebody that tattoos for free. Ty Harris tattoos for free. Mm-hmm. Fernie Andretti tattoos for free. Yeah. Fucking Mystic probably doesn't tattoo for free actually. No. But <laughs> I was going to say some of those motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, 
Matt Jordan tattoos for free. Yeah. Steve Butcher tattoos for free. I mean, it's like sometimes you just got to be like, well, like, fuck it. it. You, can't, you can't put f- like Stone has like a daily log on what we do. He will throw a fucking fit if we put free down. But he'll, he'll hire people that you. have that have stolen from him. Right. Like he'll you can steal from him and yes. then he'll hire you back. And then you can steal from him again and, and then he'll hire you back again. Just don't put free. Just down. don't do a tattoo for free mm-hmm. to promote you and the shop and I for mean the... technically I mean I was I lied and I was saying things were for trades. Just to do a free one? Because like, they'll say trade's fine. Yeah, trade's fine, but not to do a free one. That's weird. I remember Mike told me he used to work at a shop where and it was it was cool that he asked, but I never even thought about charging people for doing a trade. Like, yeah. you're not gonna make a living off TVs. Well, you know Mike what I mean? was doing trades. Fuck, dude, he was doing like six guns a week. <laughs> he, would, he would come in on a Sunday, do three guns, and then try and sell them immediately. Oh, and, see, that's an issue. And to me, like, uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. If you like, okay, let's say you did a trade you, for a gun, you don't like the gun as much as you thought you would, and mm-hmm. you sell it a week later. That wouldn't bother me. But if you do it with the intention of selling it. That's, that's just that's a way around paying commission. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, why is that seventy percent? Like, and he gets to steal, from what I've heard, from what Stone told me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to. So well, Stone so, called me and told me he was almost so positive. The and funny then, thing is that Stone told Mike that in any day that he makes a thousand dollars, he can keep everything over a thousand. That's a really good deal. That's Stone, fair for both parties. But <laughs> Matt was there, and Matt didn't know that. And Wait, so who's Matt? Matt Skelton. Oh, yeah, he did work there for a while. Matt didn't know that, so Matt was seeing Mike was doing four fucking tattoos in a day. Because Mike, Mike would just take advantage of it and just not work for two days and then right. cram it all in one day. Yeah. And see, that's when that's that's what ruins shit like that too. Right. Mike's that's, that Mike's that guy that ruins things for right. everybody. Right. That's what I was gonna say. You that ruins I mean? that ruins Stone mm-hmm. as a person trying to even no matter what his mm-hmm. motivation is. If he thinks that's a good boss, or he thinks that's a nice thing to do, or he thinks that's a good way to keep his whatever. Mm-hmm. If you take advantage of those things, it will it ruin it. Fucking nobody else is gonna it, get it. Before I got there, it was if, here the the shop minimum was fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and if you had a day where you only did a minimum tattoo, just keep it. That's what that's what he did. That's what it used that's to be. That's cool. Yeah, he, like I never said, thought of that. Yeah, he said there's no reason for you to come home to work and make take home thirty dollars. Right. Goes, that sounds fair. Yeah. So, but somewhere people like, took advantage of that. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you it think was, people took advantage of it, or he has? Geo came in and he would work all day and say he did one <laughs> right. price tattoo. See, and that's that's not just taking advantage of it. That's straight up stealing mm-hmm. in line. Like that's not fucking cool. I mean, it's taking advantage of Stone. Right. It's taking like, advantage of Stone, because, but it's like you're because it went under Stone's radar for months. Right. Nick, Nick came in, and Nick thought that they were playing a joke on him. Like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> like this guy literally just worked all day and wrote down fifty dollars. Right. And like, Nick's like, is am I being tested? Am I and like, like are they trying to test to see if I would like, rat him out and like you know rat, right? And Nick then you like lose, to rat people out. You lose either way because okay, if you don't rat him out, you're not helping your boss. If mm-hmm. you do rat him out, you're not helping your coworker. What happened was <laughs> Nick, Nick told Mike, and Mike, you know, they started calling all of you all all his old yeah. clients. And that's when things got all real fucking messy. And then they all told Gio that it was Nick that ratted him out. And Holy so shit. Gio hates Nick because of it. And Nick was like, I was I was just, asking. <laughs> like, I was just asking to make right. sure because cause the thing was, it was just Gio and Nick at yeah. the shop. And what's crazy, man, I wish like I wish there was a way for the Nick thing to have worked out here. Because I feel like like me personally, I just wish Nick wouldn't have came here. 
It just, well, yeah, that would be fine, too. Yeah, then Nick and I would still be me really Me and cool. Nick don't talk about how it went down here right. at all because to this day, I still agree with which how because I was here. I seen the, right. There was I just remember it was the B with the fucking crown yep. on top. <laughs> I designed it. I talked to that guy right. and he. We both it. we both ended mm-hmm. up designing a tattoo for him to do, mm-hmm. and I offered it like I was trying to do it because even but, even Danny was asking me like how did because Nick is like, Andrew tried to say I was running off clients. I wasn't doing that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, you did. Yeah. I didn't say clients plural. I and said the, you will run off is, more. <laughs> and the thing is, you didn't run them off because you were so rude. You ran them off because that guy came in for a tattoo. There's two fucking tattoo artists there that couldn't get him in, waste his time for 30 minutes. You think he's going to come back. Right. Technically, you ran him off. Right. Like, but the thing is, like, one offense, I, I honestly to this day still believe Nick was trying to force me to fire him. I don't know. And I don't know if, like, at this know, point, I don't know I've, if he's... With this whole shop thing... The other day, we had a, I had a conversation with Nick, and it just fucked me up. Like, what do I do? do, I, do, I, do I, right. And like, man, that was just Nick telling me he doesn't want to do it. Right. But at the end of the day, like, Nick's a good dude. Nick's nice. Right. And he has probably the same problem I have that I think I've I, – I believe I've gotten a lot better about it, where I don't want to tell you something if I think it's not going to be received well. Mm-hmm. Even if it's constructive, because I do know 98% of the time I tell somebody something that I think is fair to tell them, like, hey, this is what we need from you. Mm-hmm. They freak out and act like I'm attacking them. And it, I think it's because they I always joke around. And I'm almost, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say I'm always too nice, but it's like I'm always like I'm trying not to. There's not a boss mode. So when boss mode does come out once a year, it's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Like Andrew's yeah. being serious. Yeah. So but I don't want to take myself so seriously that I'm fucking stone either. You know what right. I mean? Like. But being being a running a business is hard as fuck. So what I would say is if you run yours like a collective, you and Danny, everybody pays half of everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps all their own money. And when a bill comes in, you pay half. Mm-hmm. And then when a new artist comes in, they work for 40, 60. And when a, they drop 40 bucks, you each get a $20 bill mm-hmm. and it goes towards your money. And again, yeah. when the bill comes in, you both pay half. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. If you do that, you have the freedom of being like nobody's employee. Mm-hmm. You, there's really almost no confusion that can happen. Right. You write down a bill comes in. Mm-hmm. It is two hundred dollars. We're each in for one hundred dollars. Period. Yeah. Like well, once with, you have with shit's that, going in now. How shit's going now? All of the money, we're, we we got to get some months of bills saved up. first. Yeah. That yeah, is that's how, the, how the way things going right now. We, I mean, me and Danny, we're like we need six months of yeah of overhead that's a saved up. Difficult thing to do right now too because right. it's like what are you gonna do? Fucking sell crack tattoo from the house exactly actually speaking of selling crack i got an idea (laughs) (laughs) the other day i was fucking around i was talking to one of my clients and i was like i hit my vape pin and i was like i feel like they should make meth pins i think there's a market for that (laughs) i've been thinking of cocaine pins for a minute man i was fucking around very possible it is yeah yeah coke pins yeah but if you call it coke pin it sounds appealing if you call it a crack pin not good (laughs) because when you smoke coke it just sounds like it's crack period i know people do they sprinkle it and stuff i know charlie sheen was smoking powder but like, oh, dude, look how it's, it turned out great for him. <laughs> but like, like these are the things Nick has said to me in my last in our last conversation. I was I don't have a vape pen on me. Um, he said I don't know, man. Maybe we should rent out a garage and build some shop, build some cars, and try and save up our money to open a tattoo shop. That doesn't even make sense. He said <laughs> you're just spending the same amount of money. And who is successful in building cars? Uh, Chip Foos. Very small, uh, very small percentage. We were talking about this a week ago. I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was like, there's only maybe 10 real 
hot rod builders mm-hmm. in the country that are like yeah. really doing it. Then there's probably 500 that are making a good yeah. living. Tattooers, there's fucking 80,000 doing yeah. great. Yeah. It's a fucking market you can use right now. It might not be there forever. Save up your money with tattoos and then open your garage, whatever. Yeah. But like, well, the thing is, it's like we've always talked about working on cars and stuff. Yeah. But as a side, yeah, on as a the side, side husband, yeah. and he says shit like, "Hey man, t- tattooing has kept has kept me away from my car, kept me away from working on my car." I was like, "No, Stone has." Yeah. And the thing is, right now he's been unemployed. He he got he got back payment on his unemployment. The motherfucker has like five figures in the bank account, no job, and you still haven't done anything to your car. So it's not tattooing, <laughs> right. motherfucker. Like, but, right. But at the same time, I would be looking at it like right now, we all should look at our money like I need that shit. Like well, I want to work. I want to spend it on a car right now. True. But yeah. I mean, to get his, his car is. isn't in the driving. It, it, it can be driven, but it's Wait, not, the 65 is not drivable. Like it's, it's not good. It's, it is, but it's it's he hasn't put any money into it. Tell him if he wants to sell it. He ain't ever sell I'm here it. for I'm you. I'm going to buy it. If, he's I'm here if for it's you, getting boo-boo. sold, you ain't buying I'm it. Here. <laughs> we can fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that is such a fucking cool car, man. I love that car. It hasn't like, changed a bit. I don't. That's fine. As long as it runs and drives good. I love it's that car. It's not fine with me with the crooked ass bumper and nah. fucking. No, no. It's beautiful. I don't care if it's painted or anything. It needs to be straight. I agree with straight, but it's, it's like. It needs to be straight. If it was mine. I think I would be doing the same thing he's doing because I've been trying to fucking. No, you want it? I've been trying to you adjust know, that my starter. Motherfucker would have been like. <laughs> well, I would have paid somebody else to do it. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You would have took all it needs is a new fender bumper and a trip to the body shop. Yeah, I would have paid for that. And I would drive it around with fucking Bondo and show. So well, as long as it's straight. When, it's, when it when when the old classic isn't straight, it doesn't look right. Right. It looks like a beater. So my Cadillac, it has like the notorious Cadillac rust spots. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's got the soft top, so clearly yeah. that's an issue. Little rockers, little stuff. And I was going to start working on it really soon. So even with the, you know, I said the starter's not aligned right. Mm-hmm. It still goes one second. Like it starts yeah. faster than a fucking brand new car. It goes, yeah. that's it. It's it's all fucking set yeah. up right. I put a new carb on it. Um, but it makes that grindy bullshit. Yeah. So you got to kill it quick. Yeah. And I don't know what's getting shredded down there. I don't know if my flywheel's good anymore. But uh, I'm guessing it's just the housing, that little bell can looking thing. No, it's probably a little bit of flywheel. You think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, well, the sound just doesn't, I've heard a flywheel not sound right and it sounds a little more like grinding and this is more of like a hissing. Well, it's probably because it's, like, it's not, I mean, there's only, there's only so much, there's, that's the only thing the starter does is just kick out this right, gear. Right, yeah. Spin, like it doesn't touch anything else. Right. But it's unless the, you're unless it's the starter itself that's struggling and making some noise. No, the starter's good. The housing, that little blue fucking casing that goes around it just to protect splashing up in there, is like it. It was all bent to shit, mm-hmm. and I, I I think I'm gonna buy a new one just in case either way, just because it doesn't line up because it it only had three of the like the, I don't know six bolts in there or whatever that are, and it was like bent up. Yeah. So I thought maybe, and this is probably wishful thinking. I hope all it is is that's pushing on the flywheel because if not, the sound it made. I probably need a flywheel. Yeah. <laughs> and a new flywheel, I don't know. I'm just going to take it to somebody. But I put the starter in myself, and it was fun, and I enjoyed it. And I also hated it because my whole body was covered in grease and leaves because I did it in my fucking driveway. <laughs> um, but the point is, I was going to, once that's done, start on the interior and then do the exterior. Yeah. And, and then I've got another thing I'm going to do with my money we can talk about when we're done with this, not going into the car. But my plan is to wait till Asher's old enough to weld because he's obsessed with welding and have him help me do all the rust patches because there's not it's not going to require much welding, yeah. but there will be welding involved. Mm-hmm. 
and teach Asher to do the shit I used to do and how that's going to go. I'll go ahead and tell you as a parent, when you plan things, you think it's going to be this wonderful experience. I already know. It's like, hey, bro, come help me with this car. It's hot. (laughs) It's hot. And Asher's fucking dope, dude. He can handle anything and deal with anything. I was like, now seven? Uh, Seven in August? He'll be seven in August 3rd, yeah. I was like, damn, you keep track. (laughs) Um, But he's... He learns everything so fucking fast, man. So I just want to get, like, even if it's not going to be the fun experience that yeah. I'm painting in my head that's, like, TV fucking white picket fence bullshit, I think if I wait for him and he just watches me do it, when I die and he has that car, mm-hmm. even if he fucking hates it, it'll still be cool as fuck yeah. to look at. And same with my watches. Like, I have the yeah. same, like, I want to have at least three Rolexes while I'm alive. That way when I die, there's a Rolex per kid. Yeah. They're all males and I got two female kids. I don't give a fuck. You can still have it. It's yeah. cool. They appreciate and value a lot. Yeah. Um, but those are like that's that's how, you know, I'm old now. I'm focused on all that yeah. shit. I'm like, all right, so when I'm working on the car, I gotta wait till Asher can help. <laughs> like really yeah, actually. I'm help. so like I do not like I want Oliver to like be a boy. Yeah. Or be I mean I, like play with sticks and shit. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Or play with Barbies and shit. Just yeah. do you know, but Azure no video with, games. Yeah. Like uh my my nephew, he just all about the video games. Yeah. It's just well it fucking drives me insane. The motherfucker hasn't mown yards, doesn't <sighs> play outside, doesn't go ride his bike. Dude, like, electric mowers, you could have a four year old mow your grass. Oh, like really? the we got this Ryobi one. Yeah. It's like maybe three hundred bucks. It, yeah. They actually, they're not pieces of shit now. You know how electric shit used to suck? Yeah. They're really good. And they're so light, you can, like, Brylan can mow the grass. Asher can mow the grass. It's not a problem. It's not going to look as good as if I do it or if Brandon doesn't, but they can. Right. And then Brylan has a debit card. It's not really a debit card. It's called Well, it is. It's called Greenlight. And, like, she can get paid for chores on it. Yeah. She's like, if I clean the bathroom, will you pay me $5? I was like, you get $1. I fuck, I'll clean the bathroom myself. You go in there, mess it up, and clean uh, up your own mess. But, um, yeah, she's, she wants to be a millionaire. That's her yeah. thing right now. Tight. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I just weird. I always think how – I randomly just think how, like, how like happy Brian would be if, like, with my kid and I like, mean, with the babies and all that. We can get together. They can <laughs> hang out. Like, yeah. uh, Hootie, Hootie is the best – she is Dude. like a mom with him. It's cool, right? She I she came up and like I haven't really thought of using her for babysitter, but I haven't oh I thought about it, haven't really done it until like a month ago. Yeah. And she came over and she fed him, changed him, mm-hmm. put him to sleep, picked up his room. Mm-hmm. Like I feel and like I her, should pay you. Yeah, it's her jam too. She's enjoying it. And she's like, I just love cleaning and Yeah. Like, as long as it's not her room, she yeah. loves cleaning. That's how my kids are too. So uh Sarah has a baby, Savanya. She's cute as fuck. She's about this tall. And yeah. she just started walking. And Brylin loses her shit. She's just like, oh, Savanya, she's so cute. Every time she sees yeah. her for the next 24 hours, she's just like bubbly. She's just yeah. like, oh, my goodness, she's so precious. I love her little cheeks. And she just she tries to talk. She says, hi. I love it when she says That's hi. And she just is. goes off. It's so fucking cute. So, um, yeah, tell Emily I don't hate her. I'm Like, the thing is, like, I think it's unhealthy for any of us to have a problem with it, it Mike included. So I, there's no reason for me to have a problem with anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying there's no reason for people to have a problem with me, yeah. but I feel like it's been good for me to figure out how to let shit go. Yeah. And if like if she needs an apology for the way things were handled or whatever, I'm I'll apologize. I 
I legitimately feel bad that things didn't end on a way that made sense to everybody. Yeah. But I also feel like I don't know how I could have done it different still. I'll know in yeah. 20 years. I'll figure it out. I'll be like, this is what I should have well, done. Well, there's a way. I mean, yeah, there's ways you should have done it and could have done it. But is it a way that would have happened at all then? Probably not. No. Yeah, you know I was a I mean? different person. I'll be a different we're person all, next week. We're all yeah. different people. Right. Me, me then too, you know, is all just shit changes we're right all, and we were i mean you're 25 26 yeah. then, and we were 24 and like yeah <laughs> we all fucking learned that was almost five years from four years ago but right and and today i'm still like so the phase i'm going through now is um i know people won't be directly honest with you if you ask them to critique you on things yeah. you're doing as a boss yeah but so I can't put any stock in jokes and I can't put any stock in like things that people say, no, that's fine. But I feel like the biggest thing I feel like I'm guessing the people that work here at least half the time are like, well, why isn't Andrew here? But they know I'm not here because I'm at the other shop and I'm tattooing. And then if I'm not tattooing, I'm with my kids. And if I'm not with my kids, I'm in here doing a podcast before we open. And those are the things I do. Um, But I, I think that they think my physical presence somehow makes the shop experience feel better or paying commission feel better or whatever but i don't know how to have that conversation with anybody because when i ask about it i'm like so do you like because i'm the thing is i can't ask and be like do you want me to be here more because i'm not going to because the healthiest thing for me yeah is to not be at a walk-in shop like i really Tell me to work for stone for a little bit and... well no i don't think, no i think everybody's happy to be here that's yeah. the thing i don't think anybody's mad but my thing is i'm as you know i'm obsessed with trying to do things at a level that are probably impossible on most things that i'm not good at and the shit i'm good at I still am not comfortable with either. I just, I always feel like I'm doing something wrong. And I think that's why I don't suck at everything. I suck at some shit. But like from a boss standpoint, I don't get that because I hated my bosses. Like I was always like, I don't want these motherfuckers around. But I've heard other artists at other shops say, man, that motherfucker's only here on Saturdays or he only comes in once Mm -hmm. a month or, you know, like people that own five shops. They're like, I never see my boss. And to me, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah. But uh, I don't so, think it is here, and I'm trying to find that balance, and I don't know how to yeah, do it. Yeah, it just depends. It means that they don't mind you being around. Yeah, which is good. Stone, if yeah. I wish. Like, we would all st- if we'd all still be there if yeah. we just knew how to stay away. Well, and that's the thing here. Like, I don't think I get in the way. I don't think anybody doesn't want me here. I do think they want me here to be, like, more. But I think they like that I'm not here all the time. Yeah. I think it, we have three girls here. I think they yeah. enjoy their girl time, too. Yeah. But the thing is, they're all so busy. That we don't have any financial complaints, which I think is the biggest. If you if everybody's busy and making enough money, that's what a job is for. Mm-hmm. So I think most people are like they're not going to go anywhere. But I don't want them to just not go anywhere. I want them to be happy. I want them to enjoy their jobs. And like I know Megan likes working here. I know Bailey likes working here. And I know Sarah likes working here. But I also know nothing's perfect. Yeah. And I want to know what I could do to make it closer to perfect, without sacrificing my mental health. Right. Because <laughs> like. The, I think if okay if if your boss told you I love being around you, but I don't like being here because I don't like anybody but the three people that work here in the yeah. whole fucking world. Yeah, you would assume it has something to do with you too. They just yeah. don't want to like, and it doesn't. I mean, do y'all <laughs> do shop stuff? Yeah, we do shop stuff. Yeah. We do. We go to conventions together. Um, we try to do shop dinners as much as we yeah. can, which is like every couple months. It's not much. You know how many times um, we've done something as a shop? Once. Yep. <laughs> Two years ago. Did you go to convention? Yeah. Was it fun? Uh, it was all right. Mike threw a fuck. Uh, <laughs> what convention was it? The Wichita Falls one. That's oh, that doesn't did. count. Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't. That's a, yeah, but <laughs> that's why. That's why I didn't count it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike didn't win this one category, 
and he like threw a fucking fit. Yeah. Throwing chairs, him and Holly, blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, God. Blah. Fuck this. Where are you ever coming back here? Blah, 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 blah. Fuck this place. A bunch of fucking crooks and da, 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 da. Next category, he won. Oh, he's going to talk about Yeah. Which is like, man, My thing on, on awards is I like it. I, this is going to sound so weird. I only like not winning. Yeah. I long term, I think winning would be cool to look back at it, but immediately all it does is fucking feeds my shitty ego and makes me think I'm better than I am. Especially because <laughs> the people judging it, I don't know, they, like the Ink Masters thing is a fucking joke to right. me. It's, they no. sound like they sound like some con artists that you know the saturation, Ink Masters, saturation. You know they sell <laughs> the Ink Masters name to open your tattoo shop on it. Hmm? They have Ink Masters tattoo shops. So I knew so that the, I thought the guy just people. owned all of them. No. Oh, I don't think I just own like people into thinking because now it's not called the Ink Masters Tattoo Expo anymore. It's called the Ink Masters Tattoo Show. Right. Which is it's one letter off of being Ink Master. Yeah. Which is a tattoo show. Yes. Yeah. I've always not liked that. And everyone, like you, and if you didn't know tattooing, you would just assume Mm -hmm. it has something to do with the show. Dude. Which is bullshit. When I posted the first second and third ink masters show i went to yeah for a year oh, after did you see this yeah dude i would tattoo somebody and they'd be like dude i saw you were on tv i was like no i wasn't no, no i've turned down ink masters twice now <laughs> but so i turned out ink master after i applied yeah and then i talked to him, i was like no fuck that and then they sent me a thing for ink master angels when they did oklahoma yeah and i i read a few pages of this fucking book of a contract they own your shit forever, dude. It's fucked up. Uh-huh. So I turned that down. That's how I've heard about a bunch of stuff because I'm still friends with Raphael with Texas Inked, mm-hmm. and they've they had a they've had a bunch of people on that show, and it's not fun. No, like, I think one person that did it right was Deanna. I think Deanna made it help her career substantially because mm-hmm. I mean she's a good artist. Her career would have been fine either way. Yeah, I think it just got her five years ahead, got her the publicity she needed, and she was able. Well, to she was use also it. five years behind too. Because yeah. she had like a four-year-long apprenticeship because she just kept on getting dicked around. Nobody right. wanted to teach her. But the thing that's weird about that, everybody that comes out of um, – where did it – it's uh, AE or something, America, uh, Artistic Encounter. There you go. The shop that she apprenticed mm-hmm. at in Dallas, everybody that comes out of there comes out of there a fucking killer. Mm-hmm. But there's no killers there. No. Like I don't get it. Like Billy Jack, I'm not saying he's a bad tattooer. He's pretty good. He's cool. Yeah, it's like, why I'm are they him. all leaving? But that's what I'm saying. Like the ones they get good there, mm-hmm. they get good while they're they're doing something right. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like I think Billy Jack's probably a better teacher than he is a tattooer, or he lines up the right. He goes, okay, this with this, yeah. or he talks people into seminars and conventions. Like I, I think sent what Megan... happens is these people meet other artists and these other artists open shops and yeah. they want to go work for them. And they but just, I'm saying, how do they know? get that good there? <laughs> like who taught him? Like know, man. okay, Megan is one of those examples. Like nobody taught Megan to do what Megan does. Yeah. We taught Megan to tattoo. She does her. Own. It's fucking crazy different from what I'm doing. And it's really good. But um, I sent one of the first things I did to like I would say I was investing money in trying to get her to mm-hmm. really fucking get it. I sent her to Deanna's Rose Seminar. I don't remember how much it was. But when I told her I was paying for it, she like shit her fucking pants. She was like, okay, I'm calling in sick that day. Yeah. Okay. Like she was, and she came back and she was like, not, let's say she didn't learn shit. She still came mm-hmm. back inspired as fuck. She was like, yeah. dude, that girl kills it. She's super nice. She's really like just cute and fun to be mm-hmm. around. She's not a fucking cocky douchebag. And, and she showed me all these little tricks and then she did a rose 
and it looked like Deanna's third rose. You know, yeah. I mean, it looked like Deanna, once Deanna found her groove, yeah. it looked like an early stage Deanna already. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not the route she's taken in her career. Right. But she can kill those fucking roses. And yeah. there's not a lot of people that can. Yeah. Like, and it was cool. It was like me and Danny, we're the only ones in the human canvas at the time that wanted to do conventions, that wanted yeah. a guest spot, that wanted – because she's from the UK. Yeah, I know. And she talks all the time. She's like, I can – it's like if we ever go back, she's like, I can get you a job. And, right. Just go know. to the UK? Yeah. So what about this? Um, seminars. Do you guys go to seminars? Have you been to one yet? Mm. Go to uh, the Texas Tattoo Education. I one. went to a seminar cruise that was with the – Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Galveston like, thing? Yeah. I didn't – I kind of the the seminars are supposed to be a lot more money, but I was the only one there that didn't pay for the seminar. So you're just there. So they were just like, just come Fuck on it. in. Yeah, they that's didn't. Cool. They they didn't really care. I mean, it's like once they've got the money, they're gonna get. What's yeah. it hurt to give you the knowledge? Like, for what free? we're gonna do? Like it doesn't cost them any money for me to just walk right. It's a chair. There. Yeah, it's yeah. a chair. Um, and they didn't sell out so many chairs that they didn't have room for one exactly. more fucking chair. But uh, Texas Tattoo Educational takes place in San Antonio. Uh, the guy that puts it on, Jake Valdez, mm-hmm. is a good organizer. He's a good tattooer. Uh, I disagree with everything he's put on his Instagram in the last <laughs> year, but that's not yeah. his job. Uh, but like he's the the downsides to it are they talk about. Like, well, at least he does. A few people talk about how to get the most money out of your tattoos, uh-huh. which can trick you into thinking that's the goal. But other than that, uh, Zach Singer, uh, Ty Harris, fucking guys like that are mm-hmm. there. Um, I forgot. Who was it that was crazy good? Nick Baxter was there. Mm-hmm. I know Nick Baxter is not, like, super relevant now because he doesn't want to be. He just wants to do cool tattoos. But he changed my mind on how I should do, if I ever do a color sleeve ever again, how mm-hmm. I should do it. He starts out scribbly as fuck with a five mag. Like, he does it like a painting. Like, yeah. he'll lay out your whole arm in four oh, hours, yeah. just all over the place. Then he comes in, and he lets it heal for I don't know how long. Then he comes in, and he puts in all the black. Mm-hmm. And it's just an underpainting process, the same way he does oil, with a month or two between. Yeah. And he'll lay out your whole arm and do it at an affordable price, at a really quick rate, that and it looks really good. But the last things he does at each session after the first one, he finishes with black and white each time. You would think he would save white till the end. Mm-hmm. But if you put, he also explained like if you put white in three times or you put black in three times, you're going to reach the limit of what the skin can hold. Mm. But if you put it in once, you could make it blacker. Yeah. So a second, second, third, fourth pass are all a good idea. But the way he lays it all out, like you look at his tattoos different once you go to the seminar. And then Zach Singer was like, it made me feel really good that he was nervous as fuck to speak in front of people. Mm. He was like, guys, I've just never done this before. And I was like, you're fucking Zach Singer. <laughs> like yeah. we're all like, you could just tell us that you like jewelry. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, so it's like half the presenters, I get really excited. It's really cool. Yeah. And the ones that I don't, it's still cool. Like Andres Acosta was there. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like, I want to say about a thousand bucks. It's a couple days. Um, you can stay at an Airbnb down the road and go to the boardwalk every night and hang out with less, Way less than a thousand dollars. I think it was like $600 a person. Six sounds right. I don't know. Yeah. I just know I paid for one instead of all of them. Yeah. So it wasn't a problem. Yeah. But when I pay for <laughs> when I go, hey, you guys want to go to a seminar? I can't pay for all of them, yeah. man. There's no, like, we're not doing it like that. Yeah. I wish we were. But I'm not, I, it would be a bad financial decision to drop five G's on bringing people to seminars. Yeah. But it was the first time it was me, Sarah, Rando, Mary Lee, somebody else. Uh, it was everybody that was working here at the time except Jason Jaimez. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Rando was like, he enjoyed the big me seminar. He liked the letter. He's good mm-hmm. at lettering. He was like, I don't know how I'm going to apply it, but I learned a lot. Yeah. And then Rando was teaching me, like he was like, okay, so you see what he's saying? Look, 
this is a trick to do that better. Like, he mm -hmm. was improving the seminar for me. Yeah. Also, I got to meet some really cool people. Like, I met a guy from Canada that I did yeah. a podcast over the phone with not too long ago. Um, so I don't usually like going to conventions and, like, really, you know, talking to a lot of people. But I love the seminars because you talk to people that are trying to get better, not mm -hmm. just people. Yeah. Um, it narrows the field. It's like you would usually meet 50 people at a convention that you talk to. Now you'll meet 50 people that you want to talk to. Mm -hmm. Um but you should definitely look into that. And if, like, if you and Danny go and, like, if you guys get tickets, hit me up. I'll make sure if I can. I'll try to go even though I've been to it twice and it's probably the same thing again. Yeah. Or if you don't want me to go, tell me that. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, but I think it would be cool to, like, I don't know. I'm trying to get to a point where I don't have straight up, like, people that feel like they're supposed to be my enemy. Uh-huh. And I don't think I've ever felt, I don't think we've ever felt like we're supposed to be enemies. But there yeah. was definitely a time where talking was not a good idea. Yeah. I'd like to not have anybody like that. Like yeah. last time I talked to Jason Jaimez, um, he sent me a, a message on Instagram and said, stop looking at my fucking story, weenie. And I was like, okay, my bad. I thought since I was still following you, yeah. it was acceptable to look. So I'll go ahead and block you. I didn't know it bothered you. Yeah. So I blocked him on all my accounts as a courtesy. Yeah. So that I don't accidentally infringe on his rights to have his shit only viewed by everybody but me. Yeah. Seems like a silly fucking thing that I should be doing, but I don't, if he doesn't want me to see his work, I'll make an effort to Whatever. not see his work. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I also, because of things like that, I'm not going to send him a lot of work because I can't vouch for what it's looking like this month, but I he mean. He doesn't want you to send him work. He doesn't, yeah. That's the thing. He doesn't want me to send work. Yeah. So like what, like understanding that sending people work is not always good for them yeah. is really hard for me. I think everybody wants more work. And the reality yeah. is if you're busy enough, you're good. Yeah. Like, but I guess what I'm saying is, at the risk of sounding fucking, like, spiritual and fake and whatever, I'm trying really hard to make sure everybody that's – I'm not an AA, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody I've ever had a problem with, I'd like to not have a problem. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a lot of tension when I go to conventions and shit between just – I mean, there's a guy – you remember JP? Yeah. I just avoid eye contact, yeah. and I, had, I give him the old head nod every now and then, and yeah. that's about it. But I'm curious how that's – that's I got to fix that one, too. Like – Eh, I don't some think of I, them you don't need to. I don't, well, no, the thing is, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm for sure within all my, like, that one I don't feel bad at all. Yeah. But he fucking hates me. Yeah. I think I can fix that. I don't know how, but I think I can. I mean, he's got to <laughs> under. I mean, <laughs> I didn't hard. really know the extent of it until Jason told me that day. Yeah, it was bad. It but, was real bad. like, after Jason told me, I was like, eh, well... And that's the other thing. I, I've never felt like it was good for the person. Like, let's say I'm firing somebody and I got mm -hmm. five people working here and I have to fire somebody. I feel like a shop environment this small, we need to tell everybody why after the fact. Mm -hmm. it, word for word, detail for detail. That way they know. But at the same time, that sounds like I'm telling you why they're a piece of shit and talking shit about that person. Right. So I don't know how to find that middle yeah. ground. It's like... You, there, you, I don't think there is one. Yeah. Like, you just... <laughs> Smoke weed and forget about it? Yeah, something. <laughs> that's what like, I do. Man. It's working. Something like that. All right. But um, as far as your new shop goes, like, do you have a, if you had to take a guess, do you have an idea of when you think you might be able to be opened up? And do you have a shop name? Mm, Downtown Inc. Downtown Inc. Okay. Um, that's one that, I, I don't know. Me and Danny, we agree on 
a lot of shit. Me and Nick did not agree yeah. on the name. I mean, I would say downtown's good. I, if it was me, I would just say downtown tattoo instead of ink. But that's just, it's longer. It's yeah. more letters. So it might not fit her way. Well. Her way of thinking ink, like I-N-K, yeah. it sounds more brandable. Right. It sounds like incorporated, but it's got a K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds no, more cool. like something that would look cool in a t-shirt. Right. It's catchy. As far as the public is concerned and getting new clients, I think that's a better choice of a name. Mm-hmm. As far as like being I, I wanted downtown cool. and something tattooing the name. Right. I want it where you hear the name, you know. Nobody's going to think it's a downtown incorporated, though. Nobody's going to no. think it's a restaurant or a shirt place. No. Um, or if they do, they'll come to buy a shirt, and then they get a tattoo, so it's fine. Well, the thing is, it's also in the name. So, like, let's say Nick, Nick thought of, like, arson tattoo. Okay. Well, like, downtown Inc., well, it literally gives you the location and what we do. Yeah. I like, the, I, mean? I like downtown. I like 6th Street. I like, you know, names like that. Yeah. Like, um. Like, if I think there should be a cash road tattoo. I mean, that just sounds yeah. like stuff like that makes sense. And your name is, if you stay in the same place, which you should for a long, long time, if you're in downtown, it doesn't have to be the same building. I think we're going to sign a five year long lease. Yeah, sign a five year lease. And then worst when you case, get close to the end. If, worst case, we try to get out of it if something. But, it's easy to you know, I work. Uh, the Bob Appliances is next door to us, mm-hmm. and he's been there for 18 years. Yeah, and that's you want you know. that. But the, the good thing about leases is it's just as easy for you to get out of it as it is your landlord. Yeah, and people get evicted all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're in a position where you're not able to make money. Mm-hmm. They're not even going to pursue it if you just you give them, you know, 90 days notice or something. Mm-hmm. Be respectful. Yeah. They're not going to come after you. They're going to be yeah. like, dude, like that business didn't make it. That sucks. But if you build a place as close as you can to the location you're at, a nice like, you know how Artistic Inc. did? They had a mm-hmm. building for 20 years and then they just Went built a the dope place. Yeah. That's what you do. That's yeah. And then you have a real estate investment. That's what we thought about, too, is, you know, at the end of the three or five years, wherever we sign this up. We can't go central downtown right now. Right. There's no foot traffic. We wouldn't. We'd fucking yeah. starve. Well, the internet's magical though. You mm, want to. You want to starve. I, I think we'd. Starve. I think it, you might be right, but I think a new shop in town, I think, always gives you an opportunity to show people what it is. That being said, yeah. 32 didn't have walk-in traffic, but, but that wasn't our goal. But the thing what I like about it, it is right across the street from P2. At nighttime, there's people that feel safe at P2, yeah. and we're fo- we're like football. Yeah. distance away like we could like literally pass a football back and forth between yeah. our front door and p2 if we wanted to well when you guys get it opened up like hit i mean it, you'll be busy and it'll be chaotic but if you want to hit me up like a week before you open and we do another podcast i know it's not gonna help much but it might be cool to like have like a little follow-up to this like yeah this is all the bullshit i dealt with and now it finally is worth it type yeah. or maybe two weeks after you've opened or whatever yeah um but I don't think it's – I wish it, I could say it would send a lot of traffic your way, but the yeah. reality is podcasts, like half my listeners aren't even in the country. And people <laughs> or not half, don't go some. from Lawton to Wichita Falls, nope. Wichita Falls to Lawton. No, they really – unless they are in love with the they artist really that they already had. Yeah. I And the thing – like I've thought of opening a piercing studio in Wichita Falls too. Well, you could do – Because like we talked about opening a piercing studio next door. Yeah. And I really, really Piercing think, only don't do well. I think yeah. – a Pearson only place would really do very, really yeah. well. No. We have constantly people have coming into the human camps because they just don't want to go to underground. Yeah. So what you do with that is don't do the thing where you have tattoo and piercing and it's like all mingled too much. But no, ha- do you have a layout where you could set up a side like a piercing section? We got three units right next door to us. Oh, cool. Yeah. The next same time. price, yeah. and we would just. Problem is that would have to be ADA certified too. <laughs> so what but. you could do maybe. If the landlord's cool, 
get the one next door, cut a fucking hole in the wall, and the handicapped bathroom yeah. is the bathroom you already have. The well, employees see, only bathroom see, that's is the what, other one. Man, so there's there's three units. There's two units that already have that's a conjoined like that. Yeah. But it doesn't. No one's been in there in thirty years. There's no electricity. There's no right. painting. This other unit that we're trying to rent, the ceiling is already black, uh-huh. which is a twelve foot tall ceiling. Is it a drop ceiling uh-huh. like this? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. which is twelve foot tall, which would be a pain in the ass to make it black. And there's yeah. already electrical plugins everywhere. I have a ten foot ceiling at thirty two, and I did those really expensive vaulted tiles. Mm-hmm. And then on both sides, they were odd shapes. So I had to hand cut a vaulted tile and then glue it back together where it looks like I didn't. Yeah. It was the hardest fucking, I mean, yeah. it, dude, I almost died. Like there, I put a screw went completely through my fucking foot was like pushing the skin out the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ruined my fucking back. Like having a good ceiling is a good start. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a yeah. good move. <laughs> yeah. And this is 12 foot tall. We'd have to yeah. rent scaffolding. Yeah. You're like, not just going to do it on a ladder. Exactly. Yeah. 12 foot's a lot. Yeah. So this the only reason the only way we're not gonna do this place is if we put a camera in it down the drain tonight and see yeah. that all that cast iron's fucked. Yeah, that could really because the almost impossible. building owner doesn't want to pay right. for any of that either. And the plumber told me it can, that's how a job can double in price real fucking quick. Yeah, no, the and that's what we have here. And they like we talked about it, and the the cheapest option was gonna be like twelve thousand to just yeah get it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so we put that pressure assist toilet in there. And blast through it all the time. I'm just letting the water run, water run anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, the water ran for yeah, like yeah. No, well, months. that kept it from clogging. Uh, I wonder what the electric bill is. Was that a water bill on that? I it, bet the water bill was ridiculous. It had I to think, been. I'm surprised the city never caught up with it though, because like the the city will see. Yeah. Oh, this unit is. Like, I think with commercial though, they see so many different. Like if it's a restaurant oh, that runs yeah. a lot of water, mm-hmm. or a, like a laundromat, yeah. you know. I think that might be part of it. Because with the house, like we had a leak, the city called us, and I was like, "Oh yeah. no, our shower faucet just drips." And they were like, "Dude, that's a big difference." Yeah. And I was like, "Just because our bill went up by thirty bucks, but the bill, it, you know, that's double. Uh-huh. It's like a forty dollar bill. It's almost doubled." Yeah. But um, we got to get out of here in about twenty minutes. So, anything else you want to cover, or anything you want to talk about before no. we're done, or whatever? Yeah. Cool. Um, text Emily back. Yeah, I was gonna say I just I I wanted to like have an opportunity to make sure like since you're you said you had some questions to ask as if it was gonna be like a thing that was really I I think you already know everything you need to know and you just want to like I, I affirm kinda, things. Does I was, that sound right? Well, I was just really <laughs> I don't know. I was talking. To, I I'll take everybody's advice. Right, even if they're and, shit. Yes, <laughs> me too. I take everyone's advice, and I just had to keep telling myself that a tattoo shop's really profitable. Yeah. And whatever I got to put into this, if yeah. I can get it. No, I think you're right. Because I, like, I went to go talk to Eric, the owner of Highlander. It's a restaurant downtown. And he was like, man, beg barter still, whatever you got to do. Yeah. He was just open it. Yeah. I mean, that's I, that's good advice. Like, And you're talking about a guy that works at a restaurant, which I'm still learning more about restaurants. Um, but I'm under the impression it's that- It's a money pit. It's hard. To, it's hard. always costing you money. Tattoo shop, once you get past that, whatever your budget is, mm-hmm. just assume it's going to be double that and you're going to be upset for six months. But once you get past that threshold, you'll make it back in a couple months. Yeah. Like you're not going to spend two hundred thousand on a yeah. tattoo shop. You know what I mean? It's just it, if you were buying a building, you mm-hmm. might. But let's say, let's say, you think it's going to cost you twenty five, and it costs you thirty five. Mm-hmm. You're going to have it back in less than the first year, and then yeah. you're not going to have to deal with a boss, and then you're going to get to keep most of your money. Yeah. And um. And like I've you, told Danny, um. I was like, I told her flat out, I was like, look, if I'm not going to be making any money off you, 
Like, we got to have at least two other people besides yeah. Nick. Well, what if you... Uh... It's not going to help make more money, but part of your, like, having rent money set aside, hoard, like, supplies, like, as much as you can. I mean, um, and you could probably trade for, like, okay, you you could paint yourself. Do you know what you're doing with the floor yet? Like, concrete's always fun if it looks okay. It is. It's painted concrete right now. I think I'm going to go with, like, an epoxy floor. Yeah, I was going to say you could, like, strip the floor and then do an epoxy, do, like, a gray or something. I mean, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what color you do. It all looks cool. Yeah. But if you do something like that, that's not very expensive. It looks cool. It's pretty easy maintenance. I think we're going to go with like a copper floor. Yeah, that would look dope. I was going to say like a deep red would be cool too. If you had light colored walls, black ceiling, and a deep red. Copper would look really cool though. Yeah, I like that. We want something to just. That'll get you. Like when you walk in. Like that's the thing. You're in downtown. It's not always the best looking area. Uh The coolest thing to me is when an area was a piece of shit and then now there's stuff where the outside looks kind of like a cool old. It's like hip because when you walk in, it looks dope. Yeah. If it looked like the same on the inside, you'd be like, oh. But when you can pull that off, that's going to be cool. One of the things I know, copper floors and a big ass fucking sign out front that lights up at night. Yeah. Big sign that's fucking. Is there a sign cabinet already up? No. Okay. We got to build one. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say sign cabinets aren't very much. Well, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna build. We're gonna be bu- building. I got welder friends. And yeah, s- I but, got a friend that works at Davis Sign. Uh-huh. He's gonna help us with supplies and materials, and, and you can put one of these light panels, like like mm-hmm. put two yeah. of these behind it. Well, I mean, like Amazon has these like daisy chain LED l- yeah. bars things that like just 110 volts mm-hmm. and just. Just yeah, these are cell. these are LED too, and these will fucking oh, okay. burn your eyeballs. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we was... changed the lights. Um, so what happened? And you might look for things like this too. Um, in the process of trying to upgrade, um, whatever the lights are that's in there, I don't know if it's the same in Texas, but uh, fuck, what's the power company out here? I don't even know. But the power company does a thing where they paid for 75%, I believe, of the cost to replace the lights. So $7,000 worth of lights, I paid like hundreds, not thousands. Um, So we got $7,000 worth of brand new nice lights. And they, we went through uh, batteries, it's the batteries and bulbs or batteries plus bulbs or Uh something like that. They did all the work, put it in, and basically they get the grant first. They apply for the grant for you. They get the grant and then they put the stuff in, and you're left with a $700 bill instead of a. I mean, I I can pull up the actual bill. I think it was yeah. like seven or eight hundred dollars, and it should have been seven or eight thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, it was a huge savings. And these things, I mean, it doesn't matter to me because it's all bills included. But they burn far less electricity. They're nicer looking. They don't get dead bugs in them. Like you, I mean, there's something on it. Yeah. But there's it's an LED panel with a frosted plexi over it. It's not that yeah. thing that you have to fuck with. There's no ballast. Oh yeah. So. I would look into that. Yeah. But um, on that note, I think we should get out of here. So okay. cool. Um, thank you again for coming out. And anybody in Wichita Falls, all three of you, check out his shop when it opens. Dun, dun, dun. I like doing dumb shit when I end podcasts.